0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
1: Welcome, you filthy animals, to the 40th episode of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I'm your host, Ben Secord. It is Friday, December 30th, 2016. The last show of the year, 2016. With me today is your guest co-host, Vinny Malatino.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank you, Brandon, for uh, giving me this seat today. Last show of the year. I'm keeping the seat warm.
1: That's right. It's an honor. It is the new year. Promoted. He's going to come in 2017 and have one- warm seat but uh, no it's nice to have you on man. Thanks, man glad to be talking movies with you today we're gonna do our top 10 films of 2016 hey it was a real crappy year this year but movie wise pretty damn good year
2: movie wise was pretty good got a little nervous in the beginning
1: ended well absolutely oh, the end of this year movie wise was amazing So, I'm glad to have you on. I'm glad to be talking the whole year of movies with you. So, sit back, relax. Let's talk about said movies. (laughs) All right. So... Let's go over some box office results first. We can't forget that, you know. That's that's that shouldn't, exactly. j- shouldn't change just because I'm uh, here. Exactly, and shouldn't change just because I said that word we were talking about earlier. Uh, shouldn't change just because it's the last show. Just because we're doing top ten. Hey guys, box office results for this week. It was a, it was a long weekend, Christmas weekend, um, but I'm still gonna do just the three days because that's what we've done. Since the beginning of the podcast, I'm not going to include uh, the Monday um, that most people had off. That was technically the holiday. Uh, just going to do three day weekend. So from the 23rd to the 25th, uh, coming in at number one for its second week in a row was Rogue One, a Star Wars story with 64 million. And then the next four movies, all brand new movies. Number two, Sing, for 35.2 million. Uh, number three passengers for 15 million we had number four why him at 11 million and rounding out the top five was Assassin's Creed with 10.2 million wow. yeah so yeah Rogue One sticking out again
2: we all know it would yeah
1: exactly I mean it's uh 64 million uh, dropped 58% from last week. Uh last week it was at 155 million, but 155 million is unheard of for a December movie. So that's you know 58% drop typically is a you know bad thing, but you know when you make that much money the first week, it's it's really not that much of a scare. 64 million not too shabby. It's uh 286 million domestically so far, 200 million dollar budget. So I I think Star Wars will be okay.
2: That's going to be number one probably for the next four weeks. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, because you got obviously the Oscar bait movies. You know, will be wide releases soon, so um, those will start making money. But yeah, I mean, Rogue One's the big block blockbuster out right now. Uh, Sing obviously thirty five million didn't have anyone close to it. Uh, with uh, passengers coming in next at fifteen million, so we had twenty million in between the two and three spot. So those animated features this year making a lot of money yeah i i, I, I seeing is actually i mean typically animated movies uh, you know i'm just kind of on i basically see them because i have kids um but uh, seeing i actually kind of want to see that looks actually pretty funny actually um, some animated movies are pretty good no, like inside
2: I, what was yep. the inside out? oh
1: inside out love that was like inside an, out.
2: an adult movie absolutely it was
1: deep absolutely deep it was <laughs> like too deep. Like yeah. Christopher Nolan. I mean, deep. when I first, like on the surface, it's like, man, it's just about a chick with a mental disorder. But actually, <laughs> like, it's it's true. I mean, it's like, sometimes you have to be sad to be happy. Yeah. Like, it, it got it's, me when I walked out of that theater. Absolutely. And the kids didn't even know what was going on. Not what? at all. My, my kid still watches it and is just like,
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> look at anger. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, but... But yeah, it's uh and I mean Moana speaking of animated that's at 7.7 million at number 6 so I mean that's still sticking in there. But uh um, Did you see that? I didn't see that no. yet. I, that actually is another one I do do want to see because I I'm hearing great things about it and It's yeah. in some people's top 10 list this year so oh, Really? And hey, all the five year olds, yeah, all the five year olds. That's right. From they be the five to twelve range. <laughs> I haven't the, seen it, anybody the the the, the uh, demographic that uh, movie was aiming towards. Yes, it is in their top. 10, I've heard a couple so. of songs from it though. Yeah, and the the rock, the rock, the rock is in it.
2: The rock's a man.
1: He's killing it. I like, don't know if I'll see Baywatch, but he's still <laughs> the man. Baywatch. Yeah, I mean the trailer was just meh. I'll, I'll see it, but I'm uh, sorry, I'm knocking on the field. Um, but uh. Like I said, that's in a lot of people's top ten list, but hey, we got a top ten list today. Yes, we do. Do we ever? But first, what what movie did we see the other night? We saw Jackie. Yes. Movie I was very much looking forward to. With all five other people. Yes, with we, we had a whole five people in there. I was surprised, There actually. were fives of people <laughs> in that theater. Um yeah, that uh, I was excited for the movie, uh, mainly for Natalie Portman, uh, because that that trailer did a lot for me. Like that that first, tra- basically the only trailer I saw for it, just really brought me in. I was. I cuz you know when you think of the Kennedy assassination you don't think of really the the human element you just think about the you know the conspiracy theories and just yeah, you know true. how how was he able to do it you know how the country handled it but when you bring it home like how does the this man's wife handle it yeah. you know the how whole
2: it, whole family his yeah, brother the household Yeah
1: exactly two little kids you know, how, you know, you know, as a as a whole, you don't really think of that, but it's like, why? Why wouldn't you? So I mean, this this story really interested me, because uh, I've been, you know, I've always been kind of interested in, in the Kennedy assassination, just kind of looking at the. Cons- I'm not a conspiracy theorist by any means, but uh, just kind of looking at that, just kind of just, you know, interested me. But yeah, just having her story, her side of it, was just interesting. But we went and saw it. Um, what did you think?
2: <laughs> I thought it was meh.
1: Yeah. That's... I mean, I
2: remember looking at you. I was like trying to make sure you were awake at one point.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, um, it's definitely one of those movies where it's... it's mm.
2: her, her performance was pretty good. I haven't seen many videos of her talking, so I don't know exactly how good she got. Like the, the, the real Jackie Kennedy. The yeah. real Jackie Kennedy. Um, at first, it was a little distracting, her voice. I didn't know if that's how she talked, though. So Absolutely. keep that in mind. Um, I mean, you pretty much get what you expect from the trailer. It's not a biography about Jackie. It doesn't show her when she's younger. It doesn't show any flashbacks like that. It just shows exactly how she was after the assassination. Yep. Which I kind of wanted a little story, a little bit more about her than just right after. Like, I wanted to know how she was before, a little bit, a little bit of details. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, it was kind of... I mean it was a little overrated yeah
1: like you said I mean they have one word is to describe it it was meh, like you it said was meh. it was like eh. <laughs> I know that, that, that's the thing I mean it, did she do a great impression of Jackie Kennedy? Yes <laughs> I mean unfortunately I, I, I'll be honest I didn't know much about Jackie Kennedy. I don't think I've ever really focused on any interviews with her ever um, you know past interviews with her um, so I actually had to go back and watch some of them just to see like was that voice like just forced or did she actually talk like that um because in the trailers like i was i it didn't you know bother me so much i was just like wow that's that's very unique that's a very unique way to talk um but yeah when i actually went back i was like okay she actually did talk about it but not knowing that watching the movie yeah it it definitely threw me off like it was just Um, I mean, what I liked about the movie, she was great at displaying emotion. Like, I mean, she's, when she cried, you wanted to cry. I mean, she, she, you know, she, you get it there, you get like, you know, your husband was just shot, you know, and there's, there is, you know, they don't focus much on the actual assassination, you know, the grassy knoll and and all that. But, uh, there is a, there is a graphic, uh, moment at one point, um, which
2: I kind of disliked because... It's not really a spoiler but they show the assassination in yeah. the beginning. Right. And then at the end they show the same exact like the same scene but just more gory. And I didn't yeah. really like that. It was like they were trying to make the conclusion a little bit like hit us harder. Yeah, exactly. But it seemed forced. Yep. And it was actually kind of seemed like two stories in one. You know, one was the interview, which I actually found out that's a fictionalized um, interview.
1: Oh, that? Okay. So that, that
2: interview wasn't real from, okay. from what I read. There's an interview and she's actually telling the story and the rest is in flashback and it kind of jumps back and forth. So it was kind of huh. two movies in one if you think about it. And I yeah. actually preferred the flashbacks. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. like the just the visual of her taking a shower with blood coming yeah. down is kind of it's, exactly because
1: yeah i mean that's that's kind of the human element i was talking yeah, about like because exactly. you don't think about those little things that mm-hmm. that happen you know in the all these events in history you don't think about those little things you don't think that she actually had to wash the blood of her husband off her it's face horrible and
2: just her talking about it was yeah. pretty graphic <laughs> she's yeah like i was holding his head well, together and, and a, i'm like
1: wow and also like at the very beginning like she tells the reporter like do, do you want to know how the, how the bullet sounded when it hit her his skull like, it was like, yeah. damn, like, like you don't think about like just little subtleties like that. And it was like, about it's... the interview,
2: the interview, you know, if yeah. it was real or fake, or whatever, it was about like, what, two weeks after the assassination. Right. Didn't she say it's been about two weeks? Yeah. I'm like, give this lady a break, man. <laughs> like the interview, the guy, I know you like the actor. Oh, I uh, love Billy um, Billy Crudup. Crudup. He was a little like, I know reporters are like this, but it's like, give this lady a break, man. It was almost disrespectful to the <laughs> to the past first lady. Yeah. You know, didn't you feel like he was kind of a...
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. He was, it was like, a go little, easy on this lady. I mean, yeah. Go easy on her. I mean, if it's... Uh, I don't think I,
2: reporters were like that with her.
1: Yeah. That, that seems a little strange. I, actually, I actually didn't realize. It was two weeks after...
2: I think she said it's yeah. been a couple weeks.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's because I mean, if it was like yeah. Yeah, a couple years after or even a year after, like he's just, I'm just, I'm just looking for a story. Like that's how I, how I took his performance. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just looking for a story. Are you going to be able to tell me this? Um, cause even in the trailer, I mean, she's tells him stuff and then she says like, you, you, you can't write all that, you know, yeah. I'm not going to let you, you know, I didn't say any of that so she's kind of like playing him the whole time so i can kind of see how he's just kind of like uh, you know uh, you know what what do you want me to write like what what, what's going on but but yeah just overall yeah just it just seemed like a bunch of scenes just spliced together like it it didn't seem like an actual like progressive story and her performance it was good like i you know i could never do anything like that but the thing is it was a very good impression of Jackie Kennedy It just to me for me uh, I just felt like it was just her doing uh, it it just felt like Natalie Portman doing an impression of Jackie Kennedy it didn't feel like Jackie Kennedy like it didn't feel like or even if you know you're not going off a history standpoint like it didn't feel like um, a character You know, in a movie. Like it just felt like, hey, this is Natalie Portman in front of a camera right now doing a pretty cool impression of Jackie Kennedy.
2: For sure she was the best thing about it. Yeah. Without her it would have been like a lifetime network (laughs) movie. Exactly. And one of the things you didn't bring up, which was one of my complaints, was the music the score mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this score belongs in like friday the 13th <laughs> <laughs> like they make it so tense yeah. and they throw it in on the worst parts we're in mid conversation about funeral plans and all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> like yeah. it, i'm like what is going on is something going to happen is there yeah. another sniper coming through like yeah,
1: cuz it was a, it was a very suspenseful score like too suspenseful w- for that kind of exactly. movie exactly like but in you know even if it was, you know, the right score for that movie, at least follow it up with something that's actually gonna happen. Yeah. Like they would the score like builds up like, oh man, it's getting really suspenseful here. Like it's 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 building up, like what's going about to happen. Yeah. And it's just all right, the next score scene. itself
2: was great. Yeah, I mean it's but yeah. it just didn't belong in this movie. Exactly. It was really jarring and honestly yep. aggressive. It was way too aggressive. I it overpowered every scene that it was in. Yeah. Every time they dropped that score. Even with her act- acting, I was like, this is, this is, and yeah, it was loud. I
1: mean, yeah, that, that was one of the specific things I remembered about the movie, and I remember we, we were talking after it, um, like, we were talking about the movie and just how our feelings on it, and then you eventually brought up the score, and I was like, oh, yes, like, <laughs> that, like the music was just off. Yeah, and you know? I remember it texting didn't you work.
2: the next day, I was yeah. like, yeah, let's give it a couple of days, let's yeah. think about it. And I remember looking up the runtime, yeah. <laughs> and the runtime was like a hundred minutes. Yep. I was like, bro, just want to let you know that movie was a hundred minutes. I thought we were there for three days. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like it was. Yeah. I, forgettable.
1: Let's just say that. You said it there, and, and I mean, even the other actors in it. I mean, it just seemed kind of pointless to get those caliber. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was just a bunch of different scenes lined up together. Like it didn't feel like we got any progression with any of the character like i know it's true story so i feel re- weird about saying characters but it's a movie so i mean they're characters <laughs> yeah. like we didn't get any character uh development uh you know they had uh peter sarsgaard as a uh, bobby kennedy you know he was in it for a couple scenes he like i heard things about his performance that weren't that great but i i didn't have an issue with his performance per se but it's just He didn't do much in the movie. I mean, it was just basically about the funeral.
2: Did it seem like every time he was about to act or show, or show emotion, he just kind of walked away?
1: Yeah. <laughs> or the yeah. Or
2: the camera kind of cut away. Yeah. I was like, is he gonna like get into some good acting right now, or is he just gonna stand there and make a face?
1: Yeah, I mean I, that that's another thing about the movie is just like kind of the editing or the even, editing was really weird. Yeah, like it was like the director couldn't decide what background he wanted for a certain conversation, so like yeah. there would be a conversation and then. It would be like mid sentence or right after a certain sentence, and they would splice to those same two characters in another setting, but talking about the exact same thing. Like it was yeah. just very jarring to me. But
2: what was the um, the priest
1: was William Hurt, correct? Correct.
2: Oh, yeah, that was he William was Hurt, which he I was di- good.
1: I didn't even realize that was no John Hurt. John Hurt, sorry. Yeah, I say William Hurt. I, I, John, one, John of yeah. <laughs> one of the Hurts. Yeah, one of the Hurts.
2: He. Uh, he definitely did a good job as a priest. No,
1: absolutely. Like I actually, like I, like I said, I didn't even realize that was him until after I, I right. saw it. I think it was William him. or John. I think you said William. <laughs> yeah,
2: one or the other. <laughs> like I'm a, said, I'm, a little sick today, so bear w- with me. No,
1: hey, w- one of the hurts. Of um, but I I, I, I didn't even realize that was. Um, that hurt (laughs) until you know after I saw the movie and looked on IMDB, things like that. Yeah, John Hurt, the priest. John Hurt, okay. Um, But yeah, he was great. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, like I said, I mean her performance was great. I mean, I, I I'm not denying that. It's just for me, it just I could tell it was Natalie Portman the whole time. And with movies, you know, I I think the best movies, you cannot see an actor, you just see the characters. Yeah. So, and I kind of saw
2: the act. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's my feelings on it. I mean, I won't be surprised. She's going to be nominated for Best Actress in the Oscars. I mean, we... I really hope she doesn't win. Yeah, you know who
2: I want to win. Yes. But I hope she doesn't.
1: We'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, you'll see. <laughs> that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean... The thing is, yeah, I don't want her to win either. I I love Natalie Portman. I mean she's a great actress and nothing against her or anything. I just there's another actress that I would <laughs> like to see above her. But uh, I nice. wouldn't the thing is I wouldn't be surprised if she does win just because I yeah. know what people have been saying about this movie yeah. and her performance.
2: I think she was better than Black Swan, to be honest. Yeah. Absolutely. A lot of people are like yeah. it's a performance of her career. I think Black Swan no. the movie was amazing and so was so was she. I think that was better. I think she was better in that. Absolutely. And maybe I'm just saying that because Black Swan was a better movie. No, um, oh, yeah, definitely. That's the thing. If Jackie was a better movie, I think maybe we could have appreciated her a little bit more. I don't know. Right.
1: No, I I, I totally agree with you. And actually, what I, I really liked the look of this movie. Like the shots they would take yeah. and just, like, they would a couple be of just. couple black and white videos yeah. that they had going with her. Yeah, like it would look like a couple of real, actual, you know, footage and then, you know, it would bring it back to. Um, the the actual film but uh but yeah there's just a lot of the you know scenes of just two characters talking and they, he would do like a wide shot i i really liked that but uh yeah. but i don't know just uh, overall just this, this movie did not work as well as it want i wanted it to work um I could also see how people might like it. I mean it's just it, it just all depends on how how yeah. it works for an individual. <laughs> it's not a bad movie. It's yeah. just it
2: was hyped up a little bit too exactly. much
1: for me. Like I, I wanted a whole lot more from it. Yeah. That's that's the thing. I mean
2: we went together to go see it because yeah. we heard so much good things. Exactly. Because we didn't know if it was gonna be on our list today. Right. Uh, if you yeah, put it together, it's not, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, not so much. Um so uh, we do a one to ten scale on our films here at Blockbuster Mentality, uh, Vinny. What's what 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 would you give this from a scale to one to ten?
2: A one to ten. I would probably give it. I was gonna say 6.0, but I'm gonna give it a six point five just because of her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no more than that. To yeah, honest. I I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a six. You're gonna give it a six. I was going to go with a 6, but I'm like, eh, she she did good. I'm going to give it a yeah. 6.5.
1: Yeah, I mean, these 1 to 10 scales are always so hard. <laughs> I always uh, go
2: with the, you know, A through F, you know. Yeah. Um, B minus. So you would so is, I, oh. so A through F, what would you give it? A through F, I would give it a uh, C minus, maybe borderline D plus. Kind of like where I'm five. at with a 6.5. Yeah,
1: yeah I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so I'll give it a 6 even. Again, her performance... Was I mean? Like I said, I I I can't do what other actors. I can't do what actors do. uh, So I'm not gonna claim to say she didn't do a good job. I just I I just saw Natalie Portman the whole time, and I want to see just a character. Yeah. If you know what I mean. All right. So there you go. There's our review of Jackie. Jackie talked a little longer on that than I thought we would, but. (laughs) That's,
2: you knew it was going to be like this tonight.
1: This is a movie podcast. This is what we do. A bunch of reviews tonight. That's right. So, this is one of my favorite times of year. I mean, obviously, we're getting towards award season. Uh, we'll probably talk about the nominees for the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards next week. Um, but it's the last show of 2016. A lot of movies came out this year. We saw a lot of movies, didn't we, Vinny? Didn't we see a lot of movies? A lot. I rushed towards the end (laughs) of the year, though (laughs) a little bit. There are a few that I didn't get to see that uh, you know may you know may have made my top ten list of 2016, which you know I might have a revised version a month from now just to let you guys know what I think of certain films because I was uh, obviously I'm referring to our top ten list we're about to do. just real quick, the films that uh, obviously we both weren't able to see was uh, the big ones was Silence. The big ones, the
2: Silence. We actually just got a screening to that. Though. Yep, we're Coming gonna.
1: Up. Yep, exactly. We got a press screener for it on uh, which is surprisingly later than I thought it would be. It's on the tenth uh, uh, of January. So obviously that's well past this date uh so silence that could very well be and i'm hearing great things about it most from, likely from the people in la and new york it's martin to... <laughs> scorsese i mean you know what's gonna be you exactly. have to have
2: to do a whole show with the review on that one.
1: yes i agree uh so yeah again you got silence i didn't get to see didn't get to see uh again another movie because we're again we're in tampa so certain films don't come out or even press screeners don't come out until uh well after uh you know, the year is up. They, at least they, they released these films in New York and LA and that makes them eligible for, uh, uh, Oscars for that year, but the silence and then a monster calls, uh, which looks great to me. The director, as you said, what was, he did the, uh, uh he did, uh, the impossible, the impossible. Thank yeah. you. Um, I heard it's really sad. Yeah, I know. And I heard it's I mean, amazing. The trailers look amazing. It looks really sad, yeah. but, looks like an amazing film those were the two i was waiting i on. know um and then there was was there one more um silence uh i mean they're, they're uh, the founder which i think i just want to see more for uh michael keaton's performance i i don't think it's the type of movie that would make my top 10 but you never know but yeah again there's there's a few movies we haven't seen obviously i mean it's 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 a it's a long year it's so you like mcdonald's yeah, i love checkers kind of i love mcdonald's so <laughs> I, I gotta see, to see that it movie. just for mickey d's I I, I I had this written down I, I swear there was another movie that uh that comes out no yeah, founder, yeah it was just monster uh, i mean
2: live by night but that one's not really yeah. getting that much buzz yeah i, mean, I would definitely going to go see it oh
1: absolutely but um, it's not
2: getting the oscar buzz that we thought it would
1: it, yeah all right, so we're about to give our top ten. Are we doing honorable mentions or no? Yeah, we'll, we'll do okay. that. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to give our top ten movies of 2016. This is our individual list. So, you know, Vinny's going to give his. I'm going to give mine. Um, and this is just movies we we liked the most. I mean, whether we think they're going to be nominated for Oscars or not doesn't matter. We just This is just movies we liked the most. Um, and so, I, you know, we'll give... We're just going to interchange, so Vinny will give his number 10, I'll give my number 10, he'll give his number 9, I'll give my number 9 thing, yeah. You know, just if he has an idea of how we're going to do this. So, but first, like you said, honorable mentions.
2: Honorable mentions. Um, I have Sully as an honorable mention. Uh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks Aaron Arcart Special effects were amazing. The plane scene simulation scenes, I mean, I, I thought it was a great movie.
1: Yeah, it you know? was It was a lot better than I thought it would be. It
2: kind of, you kind of expected. Yeah. It, I mean, I went to go see it. I didn't think it was going to be this this great movie. I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I was going yeah. to. Because it seemed really safe. Like, you know the story, you know what's going to happen, but they still made it so intense.
1: Well, and, that, and that's one of those true stories where Tom Hanks, I didn't see Tom Hanks, I saw the character. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I mean with Jackie. The only negative I have about Sully
2: which I wrote down a negative, is because the movie's called Sully. I wish they kind of just focused on Tom Hanks. One right. of the negatives was the supporting, like, passengers that they started following towards the mid-movie. Yeah. I'm like, we don't need to see exactly what the passengers went through. Like, I don't yeah. want to see her in the gift shop at the airport. Yeah, like, just
1: like and it was just kind of like just randomly. Stra- it was just, so
2: random. Yeah. I'm like, who is it? is this Sully's grandma? Right. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know what's going on here. I, I, I get what you're saying there. You know, but... That was my only negative in that whole movie. I, and Enjoyed it more than I thought I was. I was actually kind of like rushed to go see it with somebody. <laughs> right. Else. I didn't. I was like, I don't really want to see it. Right. I enjoyed it a lot but more that, than I. That thought.
1: goes to show you how many actually. I mean, as of all the like, I mean, people may seem to focus on the big budget blockbuster films yeah. that came out this year that were total just terrible. Sully's one. That just goes to show you how many actually many good movies came out this year. Sully's not even on my honorable mentions, but I actually but liked it. Yeah, I liked more it more than lot.
2: you thought. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. I didn't. Even, I almost didn't even see it. <laughs> I was like, eh, you know, I actually kind of thought of Flight because Flight was a more um, complex character. Denzel, his character had more flaws. His character, his life was so much deeper than, than this guy, Soli. And, and I, that's why I was more invested in, I kind of compared it to Flight, like, okay, this is makes
1: more of a movie than right. than Soli does. Well, and I, I, I... Do you know if Flight was taken off of that? Like, if... Was I fl- don't know. Okay, because cuz yeah i mean that that's totally what it reminded me of it's just yeah flight had me more captivated it just did. because was it was better, better. more of a human story and it was a human error yeah. that you know th- that this plane crash happened um, where Sully was it was birds. <laughs> you know, it yeah. was it was animals that yeah. this happened. But, but the yeah. guy was a
2: hero and he went through so much crap for nothing. I mean absolutely but it kept you invested the whole movie. And like I said, another positive was Aaron Eckhart. I was like, Okay.
1: Yeah, Aaron, my man, dude, dude yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Eckhart was he was yeah. pretty good. Like it was you know, it wasn't like anything like crazy, it wasn't, wasn't anything emotional, yeah. but yeah, he his performance like I it was just like, was, like okay. he was rocking the stash. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the whole phoning the wife every five minutes was, I was like, yeah eh, that was just but, like she, that was probably her house you know phoning in the, uh, and, the, it was, it, the it, and it was the performance
1: and it also seemed very cookie cutter for uh, clint eastwood movie like it's it, Clint Woods, you know, he's into those rated R violent movies. Yeah. You know, I guess not American really Sniper violent, but and... yeah, exactly. Like he's he's more into those, but but yeah, that it. But I totally agree
2: with you. But yeah, it's on my honorable mention because I totally was was shocked by how much I liked it. it yeah, I don't want to talk negative. That was just one of the negatives I brought up. Um, was the supporting characters, but it was a great movie, man. Uh, you want to give one of yours, or you just want me to go through mine?
1: Uh, no, I, I yeah, let me give me mine. Uh, I. <laughs> One of my honorable mentions is a comedy. Um, it, you know, maybe earlier on this year it would have been in my top ten, but I just it was a little little film called Pop Star: Never Stop, Never Stopping with Andy Sandberg, You know, the whole Lon- Lonely Island crew. Not much to say. It's 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 just a really good comedy. Um, if you're a fan of you know uh, his tenure on saturday night live his digital digital sort, shorts uh the comic uh the um the parody songs check out pop star never stop never stopping you'll laugh i actually didn't see a it. lot yeah I, I figured as much because you didn't have a reaction when i said that <laughs> that again it's just uh, i, I, wanted, I to. wanted to give it a little co- a comedy to our honorable mention um but yeah, pop star never stop, never stopping. If you like Andy Samberg, if you like parodies, if you like, uh, obviously, it's a play on Justin Bieber's uh, uh, documentary. He because it's a mockumentary. It's about a, a pop star who uh, is kind of a has been and is trying to make a comeback. Um, but uh, but yeah, if you're if you're into Andy Samberg's comedy, if you're into mockumentaries, definitely check out this movie. It's it's very funny. We're not gonna you know it's not. Uh, a captivating story like Sully is, but you know, what uh, what else do you got? Um, number two,
2: I got Jungle Book. Oh, yep, I got I, that I, in mind too. I still think it's. Oh, you do? Yep. I still think it's probably the best special effects of the year. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fantastic. It's basically took the story and made it better. Yeah, I mean, that's one of my one of my all time favorite movies or favorite remakes is King Kong, and it took the original story and to me made it better. It made yeah. it more deeper. And that's what I think this this Jungle Book did. Like, I love Bill Murray as, uh, what's his name? <laughs> uh, Baloo. Bo- Baloo. Yeah. Baloo. And um, I thought the kid was decent. I mean, he's working with the whole green screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, how big no, can I he mean, possibly be? Effects. Being, like, seven years old.
1: Yeah, effects-wise, I mean, this movie was just outstanding. I mean, even Jon Favreau as a director for the movie, I mean, he directed the kid, but he also had to direct the voice actors, yeah. make sure everything looked good. I mean, yeah, he... he I, and
2: and and he's doing the Lion King too, which yeah. I hear. Yep, exactly. And it's really getting me hype for these Disney live, you know, yeah. uh, movies. And the thing is, I'm a little worried with the new uh, Beauty and the Beast though, because the Beast looks cartoony. I know. And I'm like, hey, we got the Jungle Book here, <laughs> and then we got this Beast. Like, come on. I know.
1: Like, yeah, it's because yeah, every there's a lot of live action in that in that movie, but a lot uh, of live yeah, action, beast, but beast is very cartoony but yeah i love i loved the jungle book had a lot of fun with it to me uh, thought it was great christopher walken's uh, king louis stole the <laughs> show for me yeah i loved him
2: the only thing i wanted was more uh scar joe scarlet joe over there yeah i mean like she, she was yeah, in for like five it was, seconds yeah
1: it was like advertised that she was mm-hmm. going to be in it and then you even saw in the trailer her snake scene yes. basically all you see in that's the trailer it. that's what you see in the film yeah. <laughs> but that was honestly the only
2: complaint i thought it was awesome um What's the guy who voiced the
1: lion or the oh, tiger? Uh, um, Idris Elba. Idris Elba.
2: Dude, his voice. And I know um, yeah. uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be voicing the new villain for the new Jungle Book. Yep. I mean, he was pretty menacing for a kids' movie. For a second, I was like, "He's he's he's actually like killing other lions." And I like, know, bro. Like, this that, is crazy. That
1: scene with him in the uh, the alpha wolf or whatever like that was nuts, man. I'm, I I'm, I enjoyed it. I thought it was no, awesome. That was it was a really fun movie. Um, another uh, uh, honorable mention I have, um, is Green Room. I actually have that on mine too. In your honorable right mention? There. or On oh, my
2: honorable mention. Okay. Not on my Yel- top ten. Okay. Almost made it. Almost made it.
1: That, uh... Yeah, that movie took me by surprise. It's, uh... It is brutal. Brutal is the right word. <laughs> I wanted to take a shower after that movie. Dude, seriously. Like, and it's one of, uh... Anton Yel... Yel- uh, Anton, uh, Yelchin, Yelkin. Yelchin, Yelchin yeah, or Yelkin. I, I apologize. Yelchin, but... May he rest in peace. Um, one, one of his last movies, um... It's about a punk rock band uh, that's on tour. Very uh, indie punk rock band, I should say. Basically, they're nobodies. Yeah. Uh, They get stuck in a little situation... And it goes. I mean I don't the trailer want trailer to... kind of gives it <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. Huh? Um but anyways, this this movie took me by storm. I mean, it's just what normal people do in like a crazy situation. Like it was so realistic, scarily realistic. Lucky, um man the gore was just yeah i mean it it is hard to watch uh so i don't necessarily i mean because i i actually had it in my top 10 like last month when i was making my top 10 list i actually had it in my top 10 so did i um but a couple movies that came out in the fall you know obviously uh or this month you know knocked it off but uh but yeah it's just it's just one of those movies where it is brutal but it's just it's such a unique story um Patrick Stewart as uh, the neo-Nazi leader, like his performance is so subtle yet so menacing.
2: It was he was definitely believable. He, yeah, he, <laughs> he played it good, but he didn't he didn't overplay it. Right, you know, that's what exactly. I liked about it too. Yeah. He was just very he was chill, but he and then every now and then he had an outburst. And the dogs. The dogs had their own kind of character, right? Those yeah. pit bulls would tear, tear you I apart. <laughs> I
1: couldn't believe what they did with those dogs. Like, nothing cruel that they did with the dogs, but just what they actually were able to show <laughs> with those dogs. Yeah, but yeah, just honorable mention. But yeah, that, that movie, if you're into uh, the slasher slash horror genre, I think you'd like that movie. With it's, no spiritual yeah, kind of no, stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's more like a thriller, I yeah, would say, like, but a gory thriller for it, sure. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Um. What else you got in your honorable mention? I got Doctor Strange. Yep, that's honorable mention. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that Marvel had the uh, what Would you say, for lack of a better term, last week on your podcast, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dub balls had the balls uh, to actually go this far and make it this trippy, sci-fi, psychedelic. Just it was amazing. I thought it was different. I thought it was the acting was amazing. Um, the ending they took risk with the ending, man. Oh. I like it. Absolutely. The only thing I'm kind of worried about was is I want to see how we
1: I want to see how he interacts with Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man in the future. Yeah, because I mean he's kind of an a, uh, Tony Stark esque type character. Like he's cocky but and a arrogant jerk. Yeah, to, yeah. To, to, <laughs> lack of a better term. Like this no, guy definitely. was.
2: The, see, the thing about Robert Downey Jr. is he can be the sarcastic jerk but he could also be likable yeah exactly he can and this guy was it. not dude there's a couple points in this movie where i'm like this guy's a dick <laughs> oh no, definitely like the way he's talking to um uh rachel mcadams mm-hmm. i'm like I-, I don't know if i can catch on with this guy <laughs> yeah. i don't know if i'll ever like this dr strange guy he totally redeems himself by the end i'm on his side by the end yeah um but i want to see how they how they bicker in the future, you know? No, but definitely. I thought it was awesome. No. The, the special effects was borderline, right under Jungle Book. The villain was, you know, he was eh. I, lo- I love the actor, but he was eh. Right, yeah. I mean, just Ma- like every Marvel P- villain.
1: Yeah, right? Mads Mikkelsen. Um, yeah, it, not much to say. You you basically said it all. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 just I I didn't have it in my honorable. I loved that movie. Yeah, um, imagine but, if uh, they came out first like as iron man one mm-hmm. we'd yeah. be like what is this marvel no, doing i'm <laughs> so glad i mean because it, it definitely is important to the marvel cinematic universe just yeah. to what's to come uh with thanos and everything so yeah it's it's definitely up there on my list for this year um another honorable mention i have is another con- comic book movie which is in a lot of people's top 10 list this year but uh i i deadpool. couldn't squeak it in yep deadpool um i i mean i i had s- this was such a fun movie hilarious broke new ground uh with uh with comic book movies you know kind of the first you know money maker you know in the rated r realm of of comic book movies uh it just yeah i had a lot of fun with it i i had it in my top ten for a little while but uh but yeah i just i i did i it did squeak uh squeak by uh, with just an honorable mention, but yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, it wasn't on mine, but I enjoyed it. Yeah.
2: I just didn't think it was this, you know, it was definitely one of the better comic book movies of the year for sure. I just didn't think it was this whole, you know, epic that everyone was acting like. Yeah. I thought it was fun. I
1: thought it, I thought a lot of people liked it because, honestly, it was rated R. You <laughs> <Right, laughs> They were attracted yeah. to it because it was rated I know, R. That, I Like, I don't want, like... I don't want a movie to be good or be popular just because yeah. you know it's the only comic book rated R movie. It's but from what I hear, it's, it's Render really Render.
2: faithful to the comic, and and that I appreciate. If they made it PG thirteen, it wouldn't be faithful to the comic. But the it kind of felt like it was it thought it was smarter than what it was at some point. Yeah, like I mean, breaking I, the you know the fourth wall or whatever you want to call it. I could see
1: it. how you know it it wouldn't be rewatchable too much. Like yeah. it's a couple. After you know two, three times, I could see how it could get a little old. So that's yeah. kind of what made me decide to keep it out of my top ten. But uh, And then just uh, do you have any more on your honorable mentions? I just got if... a couple, man, to be honest. I
2: could just throw it out there real quick. Yeah. I try to switch it up. I've put Finding Dory on here. <laughs>
1: yeah, why not? I had Zootopia on mine. So. I had
2: Finding Dory. I thought it was really good. I thought it was my favorite. Uh, cartoon of the year animation I would say I didn't see Zootopia though so I don't know if that would change oh it is is good I also got a movie that got lost in the talk about the director the birth of a nation Oh. which i don't think you saw right?
1: no i did not see that but
2: dude this movie was really good
1: i know that's it's just this is it was obviously good. the controversy just surrounding the, the director just seems to have lost that but so i mean it was it was good obviously
2: it, it was great the acting yeah the acting from the director which i forget his name the the director um, plays the nate, main character Nate parker nate parker yeah. yes dude this guy's so good in this movie and the 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 female that plays his wife is amazing, and it's it's. I mean, I went with my wife; she cried basically the whole movie. Yeah. The only complaint I have about that movie, which is kind of any complaint about any based on a true story, but kind of if you look it up and do your research, just kind of plays a little cookie cutter. Oh, okay. Uh, as to what he what happened, you know. But I
1: mean, I think it's I think it's a great movie. Um, what else you got? Um, the only one, uh, other one I have is a hunt for the Wilder People, which is a very small indie film. Uh, it's got Sam Neill in it, and basically this no-name kid, uh, Julian Dennison. I heard it was um, good. Nah, dude, it's 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 hilarious. It's dramatic, but mostly I'd say it's a comedy. Basically, this. Um, just, I'm just gonna. Read the IMDB description of it. A national manhunt is ordered for a rebellious kid who is hilarious, little fat kid, um, and his foster uncle, who he's basically his foster uncle because the woman that adopts him dies, which is in the trailer. She dies and basically this guy's left with him and he's reluctant to look after him. Uh, who, uh, foster uncle who go missing in the wild New Zealand bush. They call the woods, the bush in New Zealand, I guess, but it, it huh. it's uh, again, I don't want to spend much time on it, but it's, 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 hilarious. It's, it's, it's uh, heartwarming. Check it out. It's, uh, definitely worth a watch. Wouldn't be surprised if none of you have heard of it. It's a very small film, I'll but, uh, yeah, check definitely out. check it out. All right.
2: I actually, I got one more, and oh, it was yeah.
1: what I thought was the most underrated.
2: And when I say underrated, doesn't mean ND 90% Fresh and Rotten. Uh, yeah. man, I'm talking one that didn't get like the best reviews, but I really liked,
1: War Dogs. Okay. I, bro, I, I started watching that. I got interrupted because... Of kids, um, so I didn't get a chance to finish it. From what I saw so far, I I do dig it. Jonah Hill just, is epic in well, the movie. I love his epic. Laugh in It
2: like <laughs> He's like shooting the machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he's got like the Vince Vaughn laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know? but, Bro, it's it's is totally underrated, man. Yeah. Miles Teller kills it. One of the movies I did not agree with critics besides Jackie this year, so is was that, uh, is War that, Dogs. Is
1: that your most underrated movie this year? It
2: was my most underrated movie this year. Was War Dogs? Man, I I was entertained for the whole movie. I thought it was awesome, hilarious, yeah. kept my attention, man. And the story's crazy. The story's yeah. wild. These two guys straight out of college, man. It's a true story, you know. And they they're just I, friends, and they he meets his friend that he hasn't seen in a while, and they just it's it's nuts you gotta watch it because they
1: they sell weapons to the u.s. military right i mean yeah yeah. well there's more to it well yeah but
2: you'll see exactly what happens and it's it's entertaining man yeah no i mean like i
1: said for like what i didn't stop watching due to a lack of interest it's just just something something happened what would you (sighs) say was your most underrated of the year um, I mean, Hunt for the Wilder People might be. I mean, that yeah. but that did get good it critical get response, but it just you know, obviously, not many people saw it. Um, pop Star is another one. I mean, that's honestly, if you're looking for a comedy, see Pop Star. Yeah, <laughs> like it's. Check it out. I mean, it's it's definitely underrated.
2: But, One thing uh, about War Dogs that I think people were complaining about is that it was too much like a Scorsese, Wolf of Wall Street kind of deal. But I think he was just paying homage to Scorsese in the way yeah. he filmed it. So you'll like it because it has that style.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that's so, why I think you'll like it. Okay, so you mean paying homage is obviously it's a little bit yeah. different than ripping off. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. Let's do it. Got a a little crying kid there. Um, Background music. Yes, background music. (laughs) All right. Might need to pause this for a second here. All right, let's get to it. Um, Let's get it. Our top 10 films of 2016. You want to start us off? All right. (laughs) My top 10 kind of chose itself with the title.
2: Ooh, my number 10 is 10 Cloverfield Lane. Okay,
1: okay. Did, did you, you see it? I did. <laughs> That's one of the few, or I one think, of the many, actually, I should say. But yeah, that was one of the ones I meant to see, just never got to.
2: This movie came out in like January or February, and it was getting this amazing reviews. Everybody loved it, and then they said John Goodman, Best Supporting Actor, and then totally forgotten about. The way it was released was genius. Basically... J.J. J. Abrams dropped the trailer like a month before it came out or something crazy. It was it was titled a whole nother name. It was titled um, I have it written down. The Seller. It was titled oh, The Seller. Really? And no one knew exactly what it was. And what's funny is, I don't think you know this. I, this will get you to watch the movie, by the way. The director of La La Land wrote the screenplay.
1: Did he? Dude, I actually had no look idea. Look it up.
2: He helped write the screenplay. I think it's like three screenplay writers, but yeah. he's one of them. Wow. And that should get you enough to, to, yeah, to see it. I thought it was really tense, kind of like Hitchcock um, vibe. Um, there's actually some dark humor. Of course, it's kind of cousin to Cloverfield, but the ending was amazing. Uh, Elizabeth Winstead is in it.
1: She's like the main girl in She's it. She's
2: the main girl in it. Yeah. And, The the thing I love the most about this movie isn't even John Goodman, even though he's awesome in it. Yeah. Is her. Bro, everything about her character is what you would do in that situation. Yeah. When when you I hate when you watch a movie and you're like, why would you do that? Like, why aren't you you know, you could tell by the trailers is that John Goodman's feeding her this what's going on outside, you know, she wakes up in this cellar and she doesn't believe a word he says. And that's what I love about that. She just wants to find out herself. Yeah. And her character is so smart, and that's what I love the most about that movie. She doesn't make one dumb decision. I mean, I'm sure if I, like, examined it, she makes maybe one or two, but she's not this stupid, like, character that most of these horror movies have. Um, But that's what I love the most. I thought she was awesome. Actually, fun fact, Bradley Cooper is, like, her ex-boyfriend on the phone. (laughs) He's not in the (laughs) movie, but his voice is in the movie. Yeah, I
1: did hear that.
2: Um, yeah, I mean I I loved it, bro. I thought it was so underrated. I mean, I wouldn't say underrated I mean, cuz it got really good reviews, yeah. but and it could it could honestly change the way movies are released. Yeah. You know, a lot of artists have been dropping albums a week before, you know, a week before release date like, "Hey, here's an album whatever," not giving anything I think, dude, if they started dropping movies like this, imagine if tomorrow a Leonardo DiCaprio movie dropped, yeah, directed by Martin Scorsese, we'd be like, "What?" I, it would make I millions. We exactly. would leave like, right now yeah. the podcast and be like, "Pause and just go." Yeah,
1: because like, you, you don't change the way have movies that, are released. No, definitely, because you don't have that hype around it, and it's just like, "Wow, these big names come out yeah. with a movie right now." Like, okay, let's dude, let's go. And that's what
2: made this movie so great. A lot of people complain, like, "Yeah, the title is kind of a spoiler in its own right, mind," but nothing came. Out about this movie, no synopsis, no nothing. So people said the title was a spoiler. They said the title because they know it's a cousin to Cloverfield. Uh, okay, gotcha. Which yeah. you can kind of, you know, yeah. The, the whole movie's in this cellar with three characters, right? And those three characters, it keeps it tense. It keeps your, you know, your attention the whole time.
1: Because I mean, it is technically a sequel to Cloverfield, just not. I it's like a sequel, same universe.
2: Yeah, yeah. J.J. Abrams called it its distant cousin. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, yeah, man, just the way it was released, I think it could start something yeah. uh, within the production uh, yeah. I, 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 I was just amazed that. by the way they did that.
1: I mean, because everyone I talk about, or everyone I talk to who brings up this movie just... Has nothing but good things to yeah. say about it. I said to my and wife, "I'm
2: like, you ready to go see Cloverfield sequel?" She's like, "When does that come out?" I'm like, "Next week." <laughs> Next <laughs> you know, she's like, week? "What?" But yeah, man. I, I if you, 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 still haven't seen it. No, John I Goodman is so good. Well, that's right here too. Is just John Goodman's performance. John is Goodman, amazing. And, and because of the release date, it proves that it, when a movie comes out late or early in the year, excuse me, it doesn't get remembered. I know
1: that, and that's that's a shame because I mean it almost deters you from even wanting like if you're you know a movie connoisseur yeah. um, it deters you from even almost wanting to see those movies because it's like oh it's coming out in february or march uh, yeah. it must not be that great it was a, that um, it was honestly i think the first best reviewed
2: movie of the year yeah and yep. and another thing, just for people who haven't seen it, is it gets a get throws away the whole shaky cam. It doesn't do any shaky mm. cam. Yeah, that's what which I is a plus. Yeah, Dude, it's better than the distant cousin. Let me just put it that way. It's it's so good, man. Yeah. Just watch it
1: because it's a shame. Man. I mean, people obviously yeah at this point forget about his performance just because all these other because all these Oscar bait movies come yeah. out, which I, yeah I love. Uh, But, yeah, all these Oscar bait movies come out from September to December. um, And, yeah, you just tend to forget about the films that actually came out beforehand. But, yeah, that's definitely, now that you're talking about it, definitely something I need to really check out. And now that you know uh, who co-wrote the screenplay, (laughs) you're like, I'm sold. Renting it tonight. yeah, that was my number 10, 10 Cloverfield Lane. More to come on that, that's for sure. (laughs) Um, All right, so good number 10 there, my friend. Number 10, I have... Which it took me a second watch to put this on my list. Uh, I have the Nice Guys with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Um, this, like I said, the, the first time I watched it, I liked it. I just I I, I wanted to watch it more or I wanted to like it more um, because we even had a review on it on this show. I think I might have, I forget what, I gave it 7, 7.5 or so. Um, So when we were making this list, I I said, let me watch it again because I I know it's good. I know people are saying it's good, but let me, let me, because sometimes it helps to watch a movie again. I watched it again uh, the other night. And you laughed your butt off. (laughs) I laughed my butt off. It, uh, it made my list. I mean, Ryan Gosling, I I can't believe how, how good of a comedic actor he is. He's an amazing actor, but his comedy, his timing is just amazing. And this is a buddy cop film, which we don't get much of anymore. And actually it's from the same guy who wrote lethal, lethal weapon, um, Shane black. Uh, he, He uh, did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Uh, but yeah, buddy cop film. You know, a detective like a noir uh, crime film. Um, Just love the chemistry with uh, Gosling and Russell Crowe. Like that's it's like the best uh, chemistry. With any two characters in a movie, like they play off each other so well. I mean, you got the tough guy, Russell Crowe, that can still, you know, he's he's got the comedic element to him, but then you got Gosling, who's a private investigator who, you know, goes, uh, he's kind of a screw up, but at the same time, you know, he he knows how to do his job, Um, but he's definitely in it for the money. He's kind of sleazy in a way, but gosling can just pull it off but i don't know this movie's just so much fun to watch i mean it's 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 hilarious It's got. i mean it's really not that dramatic at all i mean I, I would mainly classify it as a comedy um but but yeah i just the second time i watched it i really got it this time and uh and yeah, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, did, is this on your list? Or? Well, what's
2: funny is uh that's
1: my <laughs> number nine. Oh, look at that. Uh, dude,
2: the nice guys was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> when I actually I actually heard your guys' review before I saw it and yeah. I'm like, did these guys not think it was that funny? Yeah, as I know, I
1: did. yeah. It's
2: it would reminded me of um a coen brothers movie burn after reading where yeah. i was the only one laughing in the whole <laughs> theater <laughs> and everyone else was like this is so different yeah. so weird like they're yeah. used to their like rush hour buddy comedies or yep. you know and yeah, it exactly. was it was really original the way they did it and you got the whole 70s vibe they did a really good job with i felt like i was in the 70s you know absolutely and um yeah i thought it was hilarious dude. i was dying it was almost embarrassing how how hard i was laughing Ryan Gosling was a genius in this movie. His He was comic genius. He reminded me of kind of, um, I mean, certain... You don't really think of him as a comic actor. You know, yeah. like uh, Mark Wahlberg came out of the other guys, or like Channing Tatum came out of 21 Jump Street. I'm like, whoa, this dude's hilarious. Yeah. You know, he's trying to close the bathroom door. And you know, I'm like... <laughs> 500 times you know it's like hitting his legs and I mean, he's trying to get the gun and yeah
1: i mean that's and i love when he's like uh he's punching the window like at the very beginning trying to break yeah. into the place and he's hilarious like, <laughs> and one thing you did not mention
2: was his daughter dude
1: oh dude his yeah daughter his daughter
2: was hilarious yes it absolutely. reminded me of i mean they're gonna have comparisons just because it was the only foul mouth other little girl at any movie was a uh, kick-ass Yes. Um, what was homegirl's name?
1: Uh, oh, Chloe Cortez. Uh, uh, Chlo- yes, something like that. <laughs> this girl had a potty
2: mouth for sure, absolutely. but it was hilarious. No,
1: absolutely, and I loved uh, Gosling's little infash- infatuation with uh, Kim Basinger's uh, yeah. assistant. <laughs> Just uh, everything it's, like this movie is so much fun. Like, I almost I, didn't put it on mine too, but yeah. I, I had to. Yeah, exactly. Just because just how fun it is, how how different it is, and mm-hmm. it's another one of those actually it was underappreciated because it actually did not make a lot of money at all, and that's very sad because the director has basically said he can make sequels until he dies with this movie. Yeah. But I heard that. And I heard he money. wanted to
2: stay with these characters, yeah. and if he can, if he can get HBO to jump on or something, he can make like a. The True Detective, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. whole series about these two guys. I think it would work. I mean,
1: absolutely. these
2: characters, they have so much chemistry together. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I heard in interviews they're so cool, joking around, like they're hanging out outside of the interviews. That that shows on screen.
1: Yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, because even with the, the first scene for each of these characters, I mean, the first scene with Russell Crowe is just um, basically knocking out a guy with brass knuckles uh, because he's uh, he's not a private investigator but he helps people uh, protect people I guess I, I don't even know how to describe it but then Ryan Gosling is a professional private investigator um, but yeah both both their first scenes are great just uh, overall uh, good story just I, I love that genre of film that uh, I just hope they can continue to make films like that so yeah yeah um, Alright, so yeah, that was my number ten. Nice guys. And that what, was my uh, number nine. That was so... your number nine. Why don't you go ahead and jump to your number eight then? That was my number Alright, um
2: or you want to do your number eight. Or number uh, nine. Yeah. Me. That way we're I both on nine. Can... Yeah
1: that's a good idea. Great idea. Great idea.
2: I don't want to get ahead of you, bro.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not. Number nine. I have another uh well I guess not another, but I have an indie film. Swiss Army Man. Number is my number nine. Uh, Paul Dano, uh, Daniel Ratcliffe. Paul Dano is on a uh, desert island. He comes across a dead body that is Daniel Ratcliffe. Little does he know that this dead body has special powers, as you can see in the trailer. Again, we don't want to give too many spoilers out here, but we might slip up. But even with spoilers, all these films on our list, I say, are worth a watch. But yeah, Swiss Army, man... I always describe it to be people as absurdly beautiful because um, it's even in the trailer. It's got, it's got fart jokes, <laughs> a movie with fart jokes. You tend not to call beautiful, but this movie just has a, a, a way about it. It's very uncomfortable, but that's what's beautiful about it. Cause it's, it's mainly about expressing yourself, uh, not, not worrying about what people think. It's um, it, uh, it First of all, it's very Castaway esque because, like I said, he's stuck on a, a desert island, um, and much like Castaway, he finds something that just basically keeps him moving. Castaway had that that one FedEx box that that kept him moving. This guy has a dead body with special powers. Uh, like I said, it, it, the describing the film doesn't do it justice. You know, it 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 seems absurd. But when you watch it, just with the soundtrack and everything, it is actually uh, beautiful. Um,
2: I'm in, really sad to say I didn't see it. It was yeah, on. It was on my yeah, list to see yeah. it, and I, like I wanted to see it so bad. It came out earlier in the year too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was another early uh, film. I, I mean, I hope they haven't gotten any recognition in the golden globes or SAG awards. I hope it gets something maybe in the Academy awards, yeah. but I just never we'll got see. to it, man. I,
2: I'm still going to check it out. Especially I mean, now that it's on your list.
1: What I definitely need to watch it again. Cause I actually, when I was making this list and then I started, you know, just writing about different, uh, pl- uh bullet points of what I wanted to talk about with this movie, just, it made me think about it more and be like, wow, this movie is actually really good. I think it might be actually higher on my list if I watch it again. Um, Cause it's almost like a you know kind of f what people think kind of movie like don't work like cause that's kind of where the uh, the fart jokes come in just mm-hmm. like uh, you can't say cause at one point you know he the the dead body says something and basically the Paul Dano's character says you know you can't you can't say that it's offensive or you can't do that you can't think that it's offensive but then you 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 know start to think about it it's like wh- why not you know yeah. i mean it's 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 one of those movies that makes you think it's like yeah like why why do we have to be you know held back by these social restrictions you know i mean it's yeah you don't want to uh, you want to be a good person everything like that but at the same time it's like some some social things you kind of see as absurd rather than just farting <laughs> you know i um, love movies like that yeah, That's why i'm gonna
2: check it out like they make it for them and if anyone likes it they like it if not then <laughs> yeah
1: exactly and it brings it i mean it's 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 very it's a it's, fun i movie heard it's too. one of
2: the most between that and the lobster which i also haven't seen I, dude, i've been yeah i know i want to see movies yeah were the most original movies of the year from what i hear
1: yep those two movies yeah no this is very original and they 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 do uh It's about confronting uh, things no one wants to confront, but they do it in a very beautiful and and smart and fun way. You know, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's heartbreaking moments, but there's also, there's a lot of fun to it. A lot of comedy. I laughed a lot in it. I choked up a little. Um, Paul
2: Dano's, Paul Dano's the man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's a good actor. Everything he's he's been in lately
2: has blown me away. That's why I I really wanted to see I know Daniel Radcliffe plays a dead guy, or supposedly, like, I don't know how much acting he's done. I heard he plays a pretty good dead guy. I mean, because like
1: I said, I mean, describing the film doesn't do it justice, because it's a lot more beautiful than it sounds. Uh, Because, I mean, even one character, Paul Dano brings out to the dead guy at one point, that, like, you know, in the end, all our crap is... uh, you know, going to be together in some, you know, landfill someday. So what does it matter? You know, just do what makes you happy. Um, Don't worry about what people think. You know, it's what kind of one of those films. Um, So hopefully my description of it does it enough to make you guys want to see it. Uh, Definitely check it out. It's, it's, it's i mean there's a lot of great films this year a lot of great films in my honorable mention so for this to make my top 10 i mean it's got to be good right guys but uh yeah swiss army man definitely check that out it's uh it's definitely a movie that uh you'll want to see before you die um all right what's uh, what you got at number eight my friend number eight I have a feeling it might be on yours. Heller High Water. Oh yes, sir. Where is that out on yours? I mean, I got that a little higher on mine. Actually, Dude. yep, yep. I it have did. it as
2: number eight, man. I mean, I saw it. It came out early too this year. It was probably the best summer movie. These blockbusters this year sucked. Oh, absolutely. There was like two good blockbusters. Tarzan. They were, yeah, Tarzan. You know, X Men. They were all eh. Yeah. But Indo- Hell or High Water Independence Day Independence Day They all sucked man <laughs> Yeah um, uh, Hell or High Water Really blew me away dude I mean Chris Chris Pine Captain Kirk I'm like Can this Bro, guy really act Yeah And then I watched this movie I'm like This guy's legit He's an actor Ben Foster Has always been good In anything ever And he's Definitely good in this And uh, You can't forget Your man Jeff Bridges Oh Jeff Bridges Does this guy even act Or does he become The character <laughs> That's like I feel like example. that's him. Yep. If I
1: see him on the street, that that is him. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean that's that's another example of him just being the character. I didn't see Jeff Bridges playing that character. I saw the character. I saw
2: the character, and and it's really crazy because it spends it takes the movie and it spends half the time with Jeff Bridges' character and half the time with Chris Pine and, yeah. and Ben Foster, and mixes that within the running time. Yep, it actually you you see both sides of the story. You see. You're kind of on the side of the villain and who's the hero, and then those switch, dude. You don't know who the hero and the villain is. You kind of switch perspectives during the movie, and that's amazing. And they they connect these characters throughout the the running time and the dialogue. The dialogue was amazing, just them chilling in the hotel, you know, Jeff Bridges... Throwing out racist jokes (laughs) to to his Mexican partner, I'm like, it was really funny too. (laughs) Surprisingly, really funny. Yeah, it was. Um, But when they were talking, you're just they were developing the characters really good. And I mean the uh, the bank robbery scenes. I mean, you've all seen the previews. The bank robbery scenes were so big, but yet so small. Yeah, they were really small but tense. You know, it wasn't like the Dark Knight. You know, kind of bank robber. It wasn't like the town. It was really quiet Texas bank with like two people in there, but it still made it so tense and that there was so much on the line for them to rob this bank. But like I said, it's kind of like you kind of switch whose side you're on in that movie. And that's why I liked it. You're It reminded me of No Country for Old Men. No. Who's the villain? Who is <laughs> the villain the in that movie? Mouth. Yeah, exactly. Think about it. Who is the villain in that movie? I know. And that's the way this movie was, is I didn't know who, who I wanted to be si- on sides with. And it really didn't make me choose. You yeah. know? I kind of liked both. I could see where both came from, kind of like Civil War. <laughs> I could see where both came from. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> coming this, These up, are the same
1: points I want to bring up about <laughs> Civil War. But tell um, me
2: you didn't want me to bring it up about Hitler no, Highwater. Absolutely. Water, but I, I tell mean, me it didn't go with I, it
1: though. I mean that that's why I mean I have it uh, obviously a lot higher on my list but again th- oh, this this whole list is uh is can easily be interchangeable. I mean, yeah, all has- these films are just fantastic. But Hitler Highwater, yeah, just really stuck out for me. I mean it's a modern day, you know, western bank robbery film uh, and then yeah, I mean cuz Chris Pine, Ben Foster, they're on a bank robbing spree. Jeff Bridges is the uh, sheriff um of the little texas town they're in um kind of hunting these two bank robbers down but yeah i mean it's definitely very um there's for a little film it seems like such a big film and that's exactly how i described it as is just uh very like no country for old men um you were thinking that too yeah it's yeah. timeless you know it, it seems like it took place you know in the Early, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties. I mean, but but it actually it does take place in modern day with the whole economic crisis with the uh, the housing uh, market, um, and that's basically eh, guess kind of spoiler. That I mean, that's basically why they're on this uh, spoil uh, this uh, uh, bank robbing spree. But yeah, just just something about it, like you said, the dialogue. Just uh, and I and I love just the the look of the film. I mean, the scenery was just a um, just amazing you know the the Texas uh, it doesn't the things they show doesn't look like a place I want to visit but it is beautiful to see on film <laughs> um, uh, definitely uh, uh, poverty uh, ridden uh, but uh, but yeah I mean the, this film I loved uh, I'm trying to go over my notes here I actually um, didn't know that um, it was the writer of sicario that wrote it Oh yeah, yeah, And I'm yeah, like, I remember okay. hearing that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in Sicario was great, but yeah, I love how it gives like a glimpse of like the the desperation of like that economic climate, like yeah. back then. Because I don't know if it was supposed to be like around today or back, like in the housing crisis, like in 08 or whatever. Interesting. 09. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just gives like the desperation of like what what people will do to save their family. I mean, both in obviously Chris Pine's character and Ben Foster. I mean, he's doing it for his brother yeah chris pine's doing it for his family yeah you know so they have a better life um it's interesting that you brought that out you watch all these movies and you wonder what year these movies yeah. place.
2: they never tell you you know they kind of show you like maybe a newspaper date yeah. or something i kind of wonder like what time this came out yeah i know i mean or it's, what time it was based in because i, I
1: want to say it was more modern than yeah than not just because of the whole um uh, you know bank you know they're saying yeah. how the banks are corrupt and which i guess banks have been corrupt for a long time but uh yeah i think it was more modern uh than than not but yeah i mean chris pines p- performance was super surprising chris Pine like was it amazing. was just, yeah i mean it was the best i've ever seen him I was not Thanks expecting out. that from him ben foster and jeff bridges jeff bridges is getting more awards recognition right now i really think Ben Foster should be getting more recognition. Me too. Tell me I wasn't
2: thinking the same. It was almost yeah. like they they look at the list of the movies and they're like, "Well, we got to pick just one." Yeah. I'm like, "No, know. you need to pick both of them right now." Seriously. Cuz Ben Foster killed it.
1: Yeah, he would, I I mean, to me I was more captivated by uh Ben Ben Foster's performance. Yeah. I mean, obviously Jeff Bridges is the man. Um, but yeah, I was more captivated by that. But definitely check that film. I'm the Out. dude. <laughs> He's the dude. The, the dude. Um did you have anything else you wanted to say about it or
2: I mean not really, man. Yeah. We pretty much summed it up.
1: It was and amazing. that was that was your number eight,
2: right?
1: Uh yeah, yeah that okay. was my number eight. So my number eight is Captain America Civil War. Nice. Uh I mean, whether you're a comic book movie fan or not. I, I don't see how this isn't on your top 10. I mean, this, this, I mean, because th- I mean, like I said, it's comic book movie, but it's uh it's more psychological than you would think. I mean, it's more of a psychological thriller <laughs> than than anything else. I mean, obviously it's a big action movie. I mean, it's obviously got a gripping premise with uh, the whole, you know, basically Tony Stark and, and Captain America are on two different sides about what the government is trying to do with the superheroes, basically trying to make them, uh, be uh you know governed by the government um uh so i mean it's 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 that premise alone is very intriguing obviously it was in the comics but uh just i, I just love as an audience how just uh divided you are um because it, it's called captain America's civil war so you would think you know, oh, I'm gonna be on Captain America's side no matter what. But it's just crazy what this movie does to you. I mean, because at one point you're like, okay, yeah. I mean, obviously I'm on Captain America's side, but then you, they show you Tony Stark's perspective, you know, on the Iron Man side, and you're like, damn, okay, yeah, I I can see what he's going through here. So it's like it's like a emotional roller coaster. I mean, it's it's you know, one side you're careening uh, careened on you know this side, and then. The next moment you sway towards the other side it's just I, I I love what it does to you emotionally and then just the enthralling um, uh, action scenes I mean obviously the airport scene that's that's you know what everyone talks about which was just the best 15 20 minutes of action in a movie ever. Um, you know, obviously in the top ten list of a best action scene. I, I would I would go as far as saying that. But yeah, I mean that alone uh is worth watching this movie. And then obviously what, you know, captivates me is obviously the psychological part, just You know, what uh, what it means to be for someone that, uh, you know, obviously Captain America is trying to be there for his friend. But at what point do you realize that, you know, maybe your friend isn't as important as, you know, the greater good. But at the same time, the people are going for the greater good. You know, are they really going after the right things for the right reasons? Like, it's just it's that's what the movie does to you. It just totally tears you apart. Um and I just I just love it I mean the airport scene was a spectacle, but then that final fight scene with the actual character Captain America and Iron Man and uh winter soldier I mean that was just so gritty and intimate that it just it just totally just brought the whole movie together and just like that's that's what we were building towards We weren't building towards the airport scene yeah. with all the superheroes that was just a little. You know, here you go, there you yeah. go, fans. Like yeah. this scene was Here's actually a Star what this Wars movie. reference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole Empire Strikes Back uh, reference. But, uh, but yeah, that that's my number eight, Captain America: Civil War. Yeah. Obviously, I know you liked it as well. What it? Uh, what, what are your thoughts? on Actually,
2: that? it was a lot. I would say lower on my list. I have it at number five. Oh wow! Okay, I have it at number five because it's one of my favorite comic book yeah. movies ever. no absolutely it has like you said it has everything in it of all time of all time one of my favorite (laughs) (laughs) of all time (laughs) um yeah um basically everything you just said the airport scene is probably the best fight scene in any comic book movie ever um I, i actually think this solidifies captain america to be my second favorite trilogy Besides Christopher Nolan's Batman, oh yeah, it's Absolutely. definitely oh, Captain America, Unlike dude. Big Papa Brandon, shout out, <laughs> shout out. I actually like the first Captain America movie. Um, but yeah, man, it was amazing. A lot, Spider Man, dude. Spider Man, the airport scene—you kind of get to see both sides. And it's funny—is how many characters they have, but they still make it work. Absolutely. You know, people complain, oh, there's too many characters, but they made it work in this movie. If they yep. can make it work in this movie, they did something right to make it yeah, work there was n- there was
1: no point where I was like oh, why why are, why are they in here? There's like I never yeah. felt forced to me at all
2: yeah after after this movie, I can never say it was because they had too many characters, yeah. No, it was because the directors and the writers did wrong.
1: Um a lot of
2: people kind of was iffy about Nemo or what's his name Zemo <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah Nemo, yeah, Nemo. <laughs> What's his name Yeah Baron Zemo yeah played Zemo. by uh the guy from Baron. Glorious Bastards <laughs> That
2: <laughs> Zemo was great to me yeah. I didn't have any complaints I mean, a lot of people said, um, it could have happened without him. Eh, honestly, could it have? I mean
1: <laughs> he had a big part in it. Yeah. He had a really I mean, big part in he's it. He's kind of what brought them yeah. two together at the end, why they fought at the end. So yeah, I mean he they definitely needed something like that. Um, the actor is if you wanna if you had more to say, go ahead.
2: I kinda <laughs> wish I mean this might sound pretty brutal, but I kinda wish they killed off Don Cheadle or he- i wish um, the, yeah i wish there would have been would have had more oomph to, yes. to him f- having him die I, and also finding out about his parents i
1: i totally see what you're saying yeah to to add to the story to add to the emotion yeah, yeah. I, I could i could totally see that that's kind of what i was hoping for as well that they yeah. would have the balls to do that obviously they didn't um they had but the balls to do
2: Rogue One. Though. i know
1: <laughs> i know um daniel Bruhl is emo daniel um, uh, rush he was in rush yep yeah. rush Amazing. as well yep um but uh but yeah yeah i wish they had uh you know they they had done that that would have just added more emotional power to it yeah. would have gave tony stark more motivation um as well but but i mean he had all the motivation in the world once he saw that video at the end uh true, winter soldier um <laughs>
2: Kind of, kind of brief um, thing, but the technology that they use for Robert Downey Jr.
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, if,
2: I mean, I heard you guys talking about Scorsese and then The Irishman. Mm-hmm. If, Scor- if Scorsese is going to use some kind of technology, I know he's going to do it good with this. Oh, yeah. I hope he. U- I think Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War looked better than the Rogue One characters. I think he did. Yeah, just in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think he did. And, um, I, dude, it was crazy what they did with that. I was amazed. I was like, is that really him? What's yeah. going on? No, is this his no. son? <laughs> you know?
1: No, yeah, I thought that technology was great. I mean, even with uh, Michael Douglas and Ant-Man, you remember that? Uh, at the very beginning, oh, yeah, you yeah, see yeah, young yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Douglas. I mean, they, they tried it with that, and it worked. Yeah, it so, did. I mean, obviously, this technology is getting better. So, it, it's... I have a uh, little... Uh, again, I... I I, I have all the trust in the world with Scorsese. So if he's willing to do it, then I'd say it's uh, getting pretty good. But uh, but so you said you had Captain America at your number five. That was my number. Okay. It was higher. But the fact that it was pro like top three
2: favorite comic book movies of all time, I had to bring it higher. I had to bring it lower.
1: Understandable.
2: All right. What's your number seven? My number seven is Manchester by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea, man. Guess
1: what? That's
2: my number seven as well. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> no way. Yeah. The exact number. Look at Manchester that. Manchester by the Sea, man. What a movie. It um, it hits you. <laughs> it's definitely not the anybody who's seen the previews know what it's about. It's definitely not the kind of movie that you see a lot. That's why it was actually going to be a lot. Like, it was actually going to be like number two or number three. Yeah. But because it didn't have the replay value, I put it yeah. a little higher. Um, it kind of had this very Descendants vibe. It was depressing, but it also had comic elements to it. Casey Affleck, dude, was he was best genius. he's ever he been. He was genius. Yep, and he didn't, you know, he didn't deal with grief in like this way where you know he's crying every yeah, five poor, minutes. Poor me, and, poor and me, and yeah. throwing stuff. And you know, he's not the he's he didn't soak up the screen like you would expect a guy playing this role would do. Yep, he did it in such a realistic way and. and you know something happened in his past. Um, there's there's flashbacks in the movie, but they they deal with the flashbacks in a really good creative way. It's not like oh yeah. here's a flashback. It's kind of like they're talking and then they mention a subject and then it goes back and then that subject comes up in the flashback right. and then comes back for. I actually for the rest
1: of the i time. I loved how they used the flashbacks because I mean it totally added to the story because I mean it starts off it's like you know Casey Affleck is this person. You're like okay so. What made him that person? You know, you're kind of thinking that in the back of your head, and then you realize, oh, they're going back to it. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. This is... Yeah. I can yeah. totally get why he's this person.
2: <laughs> exactly. And and it makes sense. And that one flashback where you find out why he's like that...
1: Bro. Did you get goosebumps or was it just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> goosebumps and goosebumps, tears and, tears, like, <laughs>
2: everything. And, and it's just so, it's just so powerful. Um, his brothers, played by Kyle Chandler. Yep. Which... Oh. Dude, I've loved him since Friday Night Lights. Yeah. To represent, you Bro. watch that show? Yep. Friday Night Lights one of the greatest shows ever. Yeah, I love this Kyle guy Jammer. is the most underrated actor ever. I know he's pretty much become the biggest off of that show out yep. of everybody. Yep. But I do everything he's in. I love him. Wolf of Wall Street. Everything he he plays such a good character. Yeah. And he's only in the flashbacks, pretty much. Yeah, he's
1: only in the fl- and he's so subtle. Like it's a subtle performance, but Very it's just subtle. like. I wouldn't want anyone else in that role but him. Like it's it's yeah. great.
2: Yeah, it's great. And um Michelle Williams. Oh, bro.
1: <laughs> let you go on about her. <laughs> uh, bro, dude, she, if she doesn't win best supporting, I mean, I didn't see fences, but I, like did, I hear Walla Davis is remarkable in that. But if she doesn't win best supporting actress, I I don't know what to believe in anymore. Like that cuz she's you again this is my number seven but uh she has a very little screen time but the screen time she's in like it's so impactful so heart-wrenching but believable like it's not in there just for dramatic purposes like it's just that that that, that's one of the main descriptions i had about this movie it's a realistic depiction of how people deal with loss um like it's because it's, I mean, it's not always just, you know, just everyone, everyone just cry, everyone cry, like, people are trying to still, you know, live live their lives, um, you know, and, and this movie just brings it out in such a realistic way, and the and the kid, um, mm-hmm. I forget what the actor's name is but the, something the, Lucas the something Lucas, just to right? give I mean obviously we're giving this top 10 list and for people who haven't seen these movies you know we want you to go see them um, basically Manchester orchestra Manchester orchestra is <laughs> hey, a great band good band um, actually Manchester by the <laughs> sea I um, love that band Casey Affleck uh, finds out that his brother died. He then uh, realizes he has guardianship then of his teenage uh, nephew yeah. played by Lucas Hedges. There we go. Yeah. yeah um, Lucas something. This Lucas kid's Hedges. one to watch out for. Yeah, absolutely, Amazing. bro. Like, and it was so realistic. Cause at first, like when I was about to see the movie, like I, I saw previews, like, I was, like when you, when you first see him, I was like, Oh great. He's going to be this kind of cocky kid, you know, stereotypical teenager, um That they depict in movies, but actually, he's kind of like he's a good kid, but he has that kind of rebellious side and that kind of attitude, but not too over dramatic. Like it's like it was realistic, like because there are you know, there, believe it or not, there is teenagers out there who are good kids that you know are gonna rebel a little bit, have a little attitude, but it, in you know if they're brought up right, they have good heart they have you know now know how to treat adults i just love that aspect of it you know yeah. it didn't it just added you know to the movie experience to me um but yeah like you said casey affleck this is his movie i mean he he's gonna be nominated for best uh actor that's for sure if he i think he will win uh, i hope he wins no matter what you say about uh there's stuff going around around him uh, separate the art from the person um, is what i'm saying um I just, and i like how the movie never felt cheesy at all never dude no and that's the funny thing is right when it starts to feel
2: kind of cheesy it does it, mm-hmm. it changes in the next scene like yep. it, 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 no spoilers but it the, it starts to go in one direction you're like come on yeah, is it really, really gonna do this yeah. and then it doesn't yeah and then it kind of it kind of um, it it ends in a realistic what would happen in real life way. Absolutely,
1: I mean he he kind of again it, there there's a lot in this movie that happens that takes you by surprise. So I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean he he does have some sort of redemption in it. I mean you can see his feelings, you know how how he, why he acts a certain way. Um, he says at one point, "I can't beat it." Like I can't beat, oh, dude! What a line, right? That, oh,
2: when he says I could, I can't beat and, it. I was,
1: like, you know, that might sound dirty to you guys. <laughs> we're not, we're not talking dirty. <laughs> they don't know yeah. what's going on. <laughs> exactly. I can't beat it. <laughs> Somebody
2: help no, him out, man. right?
1: <laughs> 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 yes, uh, or maybe you know he could do it himself, but he he can't. Obviously, he said he can't. But uh, but it's more of an emotional thing that he says that too. But uh, but yeah, overall, just great. Fun. I mean, it's it's it's. Can be a hard film to watch. Uh, it's, it doesn't have very much rewatchable value, just because of how depressing it can get. But it's just a movie that I'm glad I watched. Yeah. It's 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 something that I think everyone should watch at one point in their life. It's it's just one of those special movies that just grabs you and uh, and again, just great performances, great uh, great addition to the art form that is film
2: cinema cinema. No, yeah, I agree with everything you just said. It's it's in the movie that I'm going to you know give a little recommendation to, but you're not going to be the person that's going to watch this before bed every night. Right. Know? Exactly. It's, it's, it's kind of like a 12 Years a Slave, you know. I seen that movie one time. It's one of the greatest best picture yeah. winners ever, but I'm not going to see it again. It's not the kind of movie you can no. watch over and over again, but it's that's why it's higher on my list and uh, technically, it could be a lot, you know, better on my list, but it, it just got that because I couldn't rewatch it all the time. But right. It's fantastic,
1: yeah. Rewatchable, fantastic. valuable is definitely a, yeah. But those flashbacks, flashbacks man, those yeah, flashbacks, absolutely.
2: Itchy. And then there's one scene at the end. You know what I'm talking about
1: with him and michelle williams oh so just, bro just yeah, leave it that's, at that that's the michelle williams i'm talking about like let that, me just leave it at that, that. And she's
2: in it for like 10 minutes uh, yeah
1: even. exactly like total screen time 10 minutes but that last right. scene she's maybe in like three minutes like it's just whoa like that scene alone i think can win her the oscar
2: that's crazy. Even if she's nominated, it's crazy to think that she's nominated for ten minutes. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> not even ten minutes, dude. It mean, probably equaled uh, out to five. I you think
1: know? Uh, Anthony Hopkins won for uh, Silence oh, of the Lambs. Yeah, he he was... had like thirteen minutes of screen time. Like that's yeah. just crazy about that. Um, but uh, but yeah, she her performance win. alone, just that one scene, just is like Viola Ugh. Davis had a lot of snot coming out there. <laughs> I saw that. Might the snot. I saw that. Spoiler alert! Is that in your top ten? No. Okay. I did see it, though. Uh, yes, I know you did. I and, know you uh, did. I take it Allied isn't in your top ten either. No. Nah. <laughs> Almost uh, not. All right. Uh, that was my number... That was your... who I forget who's That was this. my number seven. <laughs> yep, that was my was number seven engine? as well. Yeah, so you're on six. So you, you give I'm your number six, it. my friend. My number six is
2: Nocturnal Animals. All right, all right. And right below war dogs. This is the most underrated movie of the year.
1: I, I uh, real quick. I it's a little spoiler alert. I, um, I didn't want to give this away in our honorable mentions just cause I knew this would be on your top 10. I have this in my honorable mentions. Do you? Yes. Oh, didn't just make the top ten th- though, yes, man. But just because it's so, n- I just watched it last night, as you know. Um, this is the kind of movie that stays yes. with you for a couple days, uh, absolutely, a couple of weeks. absolutely. So, I mean, I'm still thinking about it. I mean, it's the more I think about it, it could eventually end up in this list, which I think it will. It's just, yeah. I, I still need time to process it. But, uh, but yeah, Nocturnal Animals is your number six. This is this is the movie that you leave the theater. And you don't review
2: it right away. Mm-hmm. You wait a couple days. You start to do a little bit research on it. There's a lot of it's really trippy. There's a lot of symbolism and metaphors going on. Right. Um. You know the story. I- I'm guessing all the listeners have looked up these trailers. I mean, it, yeah. Um. The stories. Hey, Where just two guys talking right now, and you guys are just <laughs> listening? Amy Adams is amazing between her and this and in Arrival. Yep. Yeah. I mean, She's like the new Leo. How many times <laughs> is she gonna be nominated before she wins? I know. I know. Um but Michael Shannon is <laughs> Oh, Michael the Shannon, man, bro. Michael oh. Shannon's amazing. Anything he's in, Jake Gyllenhaal gives a great performance also and um, the story within the story, Um, when they do the flashbacks to the book, the guy from Godzilla... I put the Godzilla guy. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron,
1: Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson is Quick, actually really Quicksilver good. from Age of Ultron. And Kick-Ass, right? And Kick-Ass, yep. Um,
2: yeah, I mean, it was just a really good thinker. It was yeah. really the only good thinker of the year that I thought. And, and it, for people that haven't watched it, if you watch it, just remember that when... <laughs> Because if you know Amy Adams, um, in the present time, she works at an art gallery, and she gets this this book called Nocturne Animals from her ex-husband, and she starts to read it, and then the movie goes to... Um, kind of visualize what she's reading right so just remember when you watch the movie that you what you're seeing is what amy adams is visualizing not necessarily what you're seeing is what jake gyllenhaal's character wrote yeah so different characters kind of contradict the characters in real life and they stand for different things it's it's trippy man there's a lot of stuff going yeah. on in this movie everything in there means something <laughs>
1: yeah i mean i obviously we were talking about the uh more spoilery uh version you know of this review Um, about this movie before the show and, uh, and yeah, just talking about it more and thinking about it more, it definitely gets better and better. Like it's definitely one of those movies. If a movie has you talking about it and analyzing it afterwards, it means it's doing something right. And this is one of those movies that I think wants you to do that. I mean, it's got hidden meetings. It's got, you know, uh, uh, metaphors and, and things like that. And it's just one of those, uh, psychological thrillers that just yeah makes you think i mean it's uh like you said michael shannon's performance i loved him but yeah, aaron taylor johnson's like you hate him so much but that's just a good acting right there because yeah. you hate him like, most
2: of the time i hate him when he's a bad actor. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah like you hate. Godzilla, him for i'm like did they really pick yeah. this
1: guy to play the lead you know? but you hate him because you're supposed to you in this but yeah i mean it's just to. it's got it's got uh it's got Hidden meetings, and which I love with movies is hidden meetings. Um, uh yeah, I, 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 like I said, it was just honorable mentions for me. Yeah, I, I, but I I almost squeezed it in my top ten in favor of Nice Guys. Well, I saw it like what two weeks ago. You saw it last night, so it's yeah, Yeah, exactly. I I think it could have been on there fresh to me.
2: Most of the critics liked it. The only ones that didn't like it actually said it was too violent. The, from the reviews really? that I read, I read one review that said this makes America cinema look bad. I'm guessing it's from that
1: one what? scene that we watched. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, there. It, it, this, if you like suspense, I mean, the first uh, 40 minutes of this film, y- you will almost be crapping your pants. I mean, it's not like a like, and it's not like violent. It's all psychological, yeah, really. I mean that that whole scene of them on the freeway. I mean, that's mainly a psychological. Um, terror uh, than anything else I mean yeah they're they're you know being terrorized in a physical form but being ter- but it hasn't been physical yet all the physical stuff that happens that is terrible is happens off screen yeah um, so that's that's what I like about this. I like movies that use psychological uh, tactics to to get to you yeah. Um, yeah Amy's Amy Adams performance was great just a side note. <laughs> The opening credits. (laughs) Um, The
2: copy that Ben watched didn't have the opening credits, but for the people out there that are going to watch it, um, the opening credits are interesting. Try yeah. not to think about me <laughs> when you watch them and say, Vinny recommended this.
1: Don't think about me. But, yeah, don't but let the opening credits uh, sway your uh, there's attention. There's a meaning to the opening credits. Just think about yes, it like that. Yes, exactly. But, yeah, I love the, the – it's, it's just hard to talk about about it without getting into spoilers. But, yeah, it's just if you like a psych- psychological thriller that makes you think about it afterwards and analyze it, this is definitely the movie for you. Um, yeah, I I really liked it. Yeah man me too that's basically I liked it a lot. <laughs> and the ending I a lot of
2: people kind of really didn't like the ending but if you think if you it's yeah. like you said I mean, if you think about
1: the ending more it makes more sense. Absolutely like when we were talking about it before the show like I I really dug the ending more like when it ended um last night when I watched I was like I was a little lost but I knew there was something deeper there so you know it didn't totally throw me off. So then I started to think yeah. about it research it more and yeah, it definitely got better. Yeah,
2: if you like old like Christopher Nolan, Stanley Kubrick,
1: yep. like David Lynch type stuff, then you're gonna like this this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so we are almost to our top five. I just got to give my number six quickly. I know it's not a movie uh, you were able to see either, but so I'll try to get through it uh, quickly here. Uh, Captain Fantastic um, with Viggo Mortensen. Uh, He's a single dad that's raising his kids actually in the wild, uh, which is an interesting concept. Kind of another psychological uh, type movie. Not a psychological thriller, but it definitely gets you into the mindset of just you know, how people are today with technology, how spoiled they are. Um, it's, uh, it's, I'm, it's, it's actually, again, this is another one of those movies that trying to describe it doesn't do it too, too much justice as uh, ju- just watching it. I mean, the main way I describe it is it's it's a movie about balance. I mean, so you got this this dad who's taking it to the extreme. Uh, he's, he's taking it to the extreme that he's, not letting his kids basically have any sort of modern technology. You know, he, they hunt for their food. Uh, they read books. They, they, you know, uh, he, he's their teacher basically, uh, in, you know, not in a morbid or violent way. I mean, they're, they seem to be very happy kids at the beginning, they then find out their mom uh, has died in the movie, so then they have to take a, take a trip and basically go into the real world and kind of just kind of explore new things, um, which is a very uh, cool uh, way to, to see that, you know, see see how people who are kind of on the outside of technology and everyday life just kind of peek into, you know, the what we know as the real world. I mean, one of the first... Uh, uh, things we see is them at like a diner. And, uh, you know, it's brought it up in more of a comedic uh, realm, but it kind of gets you thinking basically the kids are just kind of looking at everyone in the restaurant and, you know, the cameras panning over towards them. And they're basically saying like, daddy, why is everyone so fat? (laughs) I mean, it's, it's kind of like, okay, so you obviously got people who have access to everything, take it to the extreme. He's taking it to the extreme one way. They're taking it to the extreme the other And, uh, Nothing against fat people. I mean, I've, <laughs> you know, i would uh, got a couple pounds on me. Um, you but already don't uh, have women <laughs> on your side either. No, I haven't <laughs> been any sexist jokes in a while. Yeah, I, I've been staying away from uh, <laughs> from that uh, aspect. But it's just it, it's about taking it to extreme. Because I mean, at one point, his teenage son, you know, has a a girl he likes, uh, you know, around his age that he meets at a campsite, and basically, he doesn't know how to talk to her because. He doesn't know any social skills. So, I mean, he, he knows survival skills. He knows he's book smarts, but he doesn't know just like typical things that normal quote unquote people know. So I mean, it's like it it, it makes you think about what what is normal and what is not. I mean, at one point he meets up with his sister who has two kids around uh, his kid's age, um, and she's basically you know condemning him for raising his kids in the wild like how they don't know anything how how do they uh uh they're not educated at all then he calls his two of his kids down i think he has like five kids and his sister has two kids he calls two of his kids down and two or one of his kids down and both of her kids down who are older than his eight-year-old who he calls down basically asks her to describe uh what the bill of rights is and she was able to totally just describe it without any hesitation and then he asks um uh his sister's two kids what the bill of rights are who are totally americanized who totally know ever you know have ever access to all sorts of technology and they they can't describe it whatsoever <laughs> um so i mean obviously they're they're smarter book smarts you know smarter than them but then when like i said when you go to his teenage son who's trying to get with the girl you know, he has no social skills whatsoever. He thinks he loves her, so he asks her to marry her on the first night he meets her. Like, it's just things like that. I mean, it's... it's uh, Viggo Mortensen is amazing in it. Um, obviously, I don't want to give too much away on it, but that just kind of gives you a little glimpse at to what this movie actually is. Like I said, it's a movie about balance. It's, uh, it's heartbreaking, but hopeful. Uh, it's about influence and just how, you know, we're influenced by technology and... How we just need to you know balance those things. I mean, you balance social skills with survival skills, and, and, and book smarts with street smarts. It's it's just kind of a a film about that. Um, but see it, it's, yeah, I'm and, check it out. Yeah, I seen it yet. definitely. I mean, Viggo Mortensen. I th- he's been. He I think he was nominated for a SAG award and uh, Golden for this Globe. movie. Yeah, 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 and Golden Globe for it. So definitely. he's a great actor. Man. Oh, absolutely. And this is definitely one of his best performances. So definitely check it out alright we're getting into our top 5 here uh, what's, <laughs> what do you got at your number 5 my friend actually I think you're still up because, oh did uh, you do Civil War Okay, alright All right. I'm going to talk some more because I think I have another movie you did not see <laughs> uh, which is no fault to yours obviously um, let's see here I have at number 5 my number five is another uh, little indie film called sing street uh not not uh, pers- it's a musical like a uh, school of rock is a musical so i mean it's got kids who play music in it uh basically a coming of age tale um uh it's it takes place in ireland uh combines my favorite art forms uh favorite uh, forms of entertainment music and film uh, like I a great coming of age tale um and just kind of how we use uh music and art to escape you know our, our either if you have a crappy life or just escape just life uh even if you have a good life you know get into someone else's uh life i mean it's a uh, Movie about always living your dreams, uh, you know, no matter what uh, situation you're in, uh, and how, uh, how motivations can, can change. Cause I mean, the movie's basically about a, a high school kid who, uh, uh, Starts a, a rock band basically to impress a girl and then, you know, he's kind of doing it to express himself, you know, just kind of changing in a way and just kind of gives you a glimpse into how influential music was and still is. I mean, you, 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 there's points in the movie where they're dressing like Flock of Seagulls and then they're dressing like... uh uh, David Bowie. Uh, this movie takes place in the eighties, by the way, and uh, the the original soundtrack is very eighties uh, like, um, and uh, it's it's uh, very. <sighs> Just see the movie, Vinny. Just just see the movie. <laughs> I'm gonna see it. I uh, it's on a lot of no. Topics. I mean, it's it's uh, yeah. No, it's 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 great. I mean, the great soundtrack. I mean, I could just listen to the music because I mean these these kids in the movie you know are writing their own music, and so obviously, like I said, it's an, an original soundtrack. But yeah, it's just a good coming of age tale. Uh, gets into how music can influence uh, kids, how even you know pop culture stars influence you, and it, you know whether for the good or the bad. Um, you you already kinda, sold it to me, man. Yeah. So <laughs>
2: original soundtrack, and I just love yeah. music in general and how yeah, can exactly. basically affect your life. I
1: think we're going to get into musical movies a little later on <sighs> too. So. Boy, are we going to? <laughs> all right. So like I said, that breaks in our uh, top five. What? Uh, oh, actually, you had uh, Civil War at number five, right? Yeah, so okay. I think we're both on number four. Yep. So all right, what's your number four, my man? Uh, Star. Wars. Oh. Ho, 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 ho. That's so what I'm talking about. Is, I know it's on there somewhere, oh, yeah. but it's not number oh, four. Yeah. Not it's number actually four. higher. Wow. Number three. I have it in number three. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Rogue One, uh,
2: a Star Wars story. I like to say Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone I, picks whichever yeah. way they want to say it. <laughs> This movie, I saw it the first time, and I would walked out of the theater. I was like, you know, it was good. I saw it IMAX 3D, yep. and I said, you know, it was good. Uh, I like Force Awakens better. You know, Second time I saw it in 2D. I thought it was better than The Force Awakens. Yeah, I mean... I, w- I was... Honestly, the second time I saw it where I could actually pay attention, I wasn't... You know, the 3D wasn't in my face. I could catch the Easter eggs. I can catch all the, all the different character details in there. I thought it was amazing, man. And the reason why it's so high on my list is because I watched the New Hope right after. Yeah. The way a 2016 movie can affect a 1970s movie yeah, so well and make it so much a better movie it it deserves to be that high on this list dude that's that's actually a great point yeah 40 and, years later this movie comes out. 40 years like, later and all of a sudden you start imagining it's not even that it connected it actually had the effect where you're imagining that it's connecting. Yeah. Like, where you're like, no wonder, you know, no wonder why Darth Vader let the stormtroopers come first because he already handled the other guys before that. Right. And I'm like, no wonder why he sounds pissed off in the beginning because of what he just handled. Like, it makes you think, and a lot of people are talking about the empty seat and A New Hope, yep. saying that it was Homeboys. What's the guy's name? Uh, uh, Krennic. Yep. Saying it was Krennic. It, the, how it could affect that, man, it, is amazing to me. Um the that how it affected a new hope was the reason why it was so high on my list. The second time was so much better. I had a couple iffy things. The last act was amazing. You when you guys on your last podcast, everything that you said as a negative was my negative. Like you took the words right out of my mouth. The alien was so stupid the alien sucking oh, in right. memory or whatever the Go thing or it. whatever <laughs> like take a breath man like the, the Forrest Whitaker bro what is up with him between arrival like can this guy ever use his real <gasps> See? The
1: rebellion! <laughs> no, save the tree! Uh, like, I know. I like he, an arrival. He would, he's supposed to be like an American soldier, and like, he What forth. is he? No if, one really
2: knows who. What is he with that eye? Like I'm starting to think he's like something out of a. He's he was the arrival. It just bro. goes. <laughs> <laughs> like it just goes to
1: show how good Rogue One was. It is, shows how good Rogue no, One. It's number four on your list, and this is the first negative we said about it's any of four. our top ten. <laughs> <laughs> any of our top ten on this list.
2: Well, that I guess that
1: is true, huh? I
2: haven't said any negatives. Um, the but hey, no, you, you know no, you're gonna pay you, attention to Star Wars right. a little more than anything else That's because right.
1: I'm such a Star Wars fan. It's just about our overall enjoyment, but the music.
2: Like you, like you guys said last week, the music was eh. Yeah, I mean, what was going on with that music? I know. In the way Rogue One popped on the screen, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> like you said, at least fill in the letters, right? <laughs> like, what kind of font was that? Like, what? sure, I got that font on my Samsung Galaxy <laughs> Three. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, but yeah, other that than that, awful. if the, if the font is my least complaint about the movie, I guess it's pretty good. Um. And and uh, spoilers. Can we talk about spoilers? Do you mind? If I, yeah, I mean, you guys yeah, are go ahead. The fact that they killed everybody off made me love it so much more. Yep. I was like, Disney's got cojones. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, and they killed everybody off. I liked it. A lot of people are like, well, the character development. You got to understand, they're telling this side story. They don't have to introduce Finn and Ray for a whole trilogy. You know, we yeah, don't need exactly. to see this like, character for a whole trilogy. They gave, they gave me enough character. To, to, to die on that movie yeah you exactly. tell the like story. they had to... I felt her I felt you know her connection with her dad I felt him his performance was amazing yeah
1: um I mean they they had to give us a beginning middle and end for these exactly. characters whereas again. Ray and Finn and stuff they just had to give us the beginning like yeah. I mean so that 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 I can see like again how Disney wouldn't want us to get too attached yeah. to these characters they're gonna kill them off and um, I I think I I, agree. I think it was your brother who
2: said it which I can agree with him was it was jarring in the beginning how they're jumping from planet to planet yeah it was like yeah they're okay, just kind of introducing
1: heck... things yeah i mean i could i could see that
2: a couple of the but... easter eggs with homeboy with the chin um <laughs> did they just fly off that planet before it <laughs> exploded like, what, what was up with that
1: out of here yeah i know yeah that i'm well, like even just... with uh <laughs> even with c3po and r2d2 it's like why why are they there i mean why why put them right there just put them yeah. on the ship like at the end i yeah. know they needed to show again we're talking a little bit of spoilers here they needed to show leia but uh but yeah I, I get what you're saying but overall great movie i mean we have it in our top five of the year so it's obviously great um five, yeah, yeah i mean i you guys heard what i thought about it last week so i'm not really too much to add to this yeah. but I uh yeah it. totally agree with you great debut to the standalone films and, like you said, gives so much de- more depth to A New Hope in the originals. And, like you said, for a movie to do that in 2016 to a movie from 1977, like, how amazing is that? Just um, adds so much to the whole lore of Imagine Star Wars. going
2: to see Star Wars in 1977 and being like, really? That's yeah. what blows up the Death Star? <laughs> a couple sh- a couple little beams yeah, to the middle. Exactly. And, that's- and now it's like they they gave they it a it. reason
1: to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah,
2: I it love was, it. I, I love that, man. That's why it was so high on my list because I thought that was corny as heck.
1: Yeah, and like heck. you said, with the like the second watch, like it's so much it's so better so the much second better. time. Oh my god! Like I was able to really focus on the grittiness of that whole war scene on yeah. the beach, and just that even that you know action scene on Jetta, you know yeah. that first planet they're on uh, with the blind guy. That <laughs> the was blind. just amazing, and then just bro. That. I mean, t- people talk about character development. Like, look at the character development of his little protector Bays. Like, oh, yeah, so he had, like, great. Two words only. <laughs> yeah, but it's still so great. But Darth Vader, bro.
2: No. Darth, Darth Vader. Vader scene. Wow. Like oh, wow. Come
1: on. Like that. That alone.
2: And I got a little nervous because homeboy directed Godzilla. Yeah. And Godzilla to <laughs> I me. Know. Yeah. The, I, I, if any time I watch that, I'm watching the last ten minutes and shutting it off. Yep. And and I got a little worried that they were going to cut it out. I know. Like every time he killed somebody, I was like, "They're going to cut it. They're going to no, cut it." They're no, gonna here cu- they go. never we go. Here cut comes it. the cut. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was yeah. the best scene. It was. And for anyone to say, anyone who's complaining about Rogue One to say that that had the best, one of the best scenes, yep, in Star Wars history with Darth Vader, it should not be a complaint for any movie. I mean, it had one of the best Darth Darth Vader scenes ever. I totally agree. How with can you, my that friend? be? You know. In a bad movie. It's, yeah. I hear you.
1: Yeah. I hear you. You're preaching to the choir, my man. Um. All right. So that was your number four? That was my number four. What's yours? Uh, My number four was Heller Highwater. So we already talked my about man. that. So, yeah, I, I loved Heller Highwater, man. Number it three? was number It was great. My number three is Rogue, <laughs> Rogue One. <laughs> um, what was... uh? And then... Okay, so yeah, what was your number so three? So I guess
2: my number three is going to be Hacksaw Ridge.
1: Okay. Okay. And I... I was wondering if we were going to talk about this, but I'm I'm glad I'm glad you have that on your list, my friend. Do you? Oh man, I don't. I don't. You don't. Wait. So that's your number three. Okay. Okay. Never mind. It makes sense. Okay. You don't have it on your list at all. Uh, I do, I mean I actually I meant to say it in my honorable, honorable mentions. mentions, but
2: number three is Hell Hacksaw Ridge for me. Um, Mel Gibson yeah. proves he's a director again. I actually am one that. Uh, kind of likes apocalypto a little bit better than braveheart sounds crazy but that's always been one of my favorites i
1: can see i mean i don't agree with you but i can yeah. see how you would... andrew garfield was amazing
2: um even his his wife in that movie what was her what was the actress's name oh he uh, uh
1: i thought you meant his like
2: that was his, his real wife, wife, in the wife movie she was a great yeah actress. no yeah definitely um you know vince vaughn's in it <laughs> Uh, I Sam know. Sam Worthington's in it, and they all do a good job. Vince Vaughn kind of plays like the whole uh, Full Metal Jacket kind of routine, yep. but funnier. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Andrew Garfield was amazing. And the movie starts out; they kind of split the movie up in a way where they give enough training sequences before the gr- gritty war sequences start. Yep. They don't just like do like ten minutes training and then jump in. They kind of just get you with his story. And what's going on? And then when they throw you into these war scenes, dude, it is a straight up horror movie, dude. The yeah. I don't wouldn't say the best, but let's just say the the most brutal, realistic, well filmed horror scene since Praving, uh, Saving Private Ryan.
1: Yeah, no, um, it's it's brutal. Like it's dude, it
2: was it was crazy. And and once you get to those war scenes, you're like, wow, I was not expecting this.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I well, I, I kind
2: of was because Mel Gibson pulls no punches, but no. Um and one thing else I liked about it is that it's based on a true story. Yep. And um a lot of movies that are based on a true story are fabricated. This if you look this yeah. up, this
1: guy really yeah. did this stuff. Well, especially with the whole, uh, you know, just one more. Just one more. Just, just one just more. That and seemed like it was little, with the Bible in his hand. Yeah, like, and it's just that seemed a little dramatized. And then it was like, you read about it. It's like, wow, that actually happened. And and it actually it, happened. And and it, not really spoilers, by like the little touch they did about actually showing interviews with the real people at the, yeah, end. the like, end. That was pretty cool.
2: And actually, if you look it up, that's not the craziest stuff he's done. This yeah. guy went
1: through so much stuff. I know. It was
2: like, God had to be behind him. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, seriously. Yeah. And well, like, you realize yeah, I
2: mean, how crazy he is once the war scenes start. You realize, yeah. like this dude is crazy. No wonder why people thought he was and crazy. Just to
1: give people a little uh, glimpse, I mean, basically, uh, World War II American Army medic Desmond Doss, who served during the Battle of Okinawa, Akwa- yeah. ref- refuses to kill people and becomes the first man in American history to receive the Medal of Honor, Medal of Honor, without car- firing a shot because he basically refuses to carry a weapon uh, because he, he's a religious man. Um, and uh that that that's one aspect i wish they got into more just really what i mean obviously you know you you got why he didn't want to do it i just wish they went a little more in depth of his beliefs and you know really why you know his reasoning was but i i uh yeah
0: I, with because the I, flashbacks that kind yeah, of did a little
1: bit yeah but i i overall yeah just it, it was a great film uh for me just because it wasn't in you know even my honorable me- meant to be in my honorable mentions just it's like you said with um, Full Metal Jacket. This is kind of the opposite of that. Whereas Full Metal Jacket, like the first half is just like amazing, and then the second half's just kind of meh. Yeah. This, this, the first half is just kind of meh, and then the last yeah. half is just like whoa. You're right. are right. Um, but yeah, no, I could, I can, even though it's just my honorable mention, can totally see how it would be in someone's top five. If yeah. not even top three. Um,
2: Plus, I I like Mel Gibson as a director, man,
1: and and uh, Andrew Garfield
2: blew me away. I yeah, have not seen him in Silence, but I was like, okay, this guy's not a one trick pony uh, with um absolutely like, social network. Yeah,
1: he did so much better than I thought he would be. Like, if this was just a list on performances, I mean, this would yeah. be in my list. Like, if we were just going off performances, this would be in my top ten list. It's just I'm going off my overall enjoyment of films uh this year but uh but yeah i mean it's i it's, mixed it's, it around so much these this list. i know and it's, it's, this it's was so higher hard. and i brought
2: it lower and i kept yeah, switching i know so many movies and this one i was like you know what it, it hit me hard it's, enough it's and it so was hard. so inspiring but yeah how this guy stuck to his beliefs no matter what
1: absolutely yeah and i mean it's it's, just, it's for, as a war film like this is one of the best war films ever made yeah. like mel gibson knows how to direct again separate the art from the person like i mean he, he, he he's an amazing director yeah you know he he's got a talent uh say what you will about his personal life but yeah i mean i i totally agree with you it was a great movie glad i saw it just uh there's some movies i liked a little better you know i think the only thing that i read that was fabricated out of that whole movie
2: was the actual hacksaw ridge which is the yeah. i heard it was a lot like not as tall yeah <laughs> yeah i even but saw pictures that, of it but yeah i
1: mean you gotta you gotta yeah. add something you gotta to add something but yeah, this guy was it.
2: amazing hero but yeah i
1: mean i actually yeah i liked vince vaughn a lot better vince than thought i thought I would. like at first it? i was like oh god what do we got here but then yeah i was just like all right yeah i i i, I get it and then i just liked how even like the soldiers who were against him at first, their character development—just like, okay, this guy's saving our lives. Like, yeah. <laughs> how'd you, know? you like how they
2: showed the the yeah. other side of what was going on there with the whole? You know, I don't that, want to get spoilers yeah, on with the remote. Japanese. Yeah, yeah, with I mean, the no, heading. Yeah, that.
1: that was that was interesting. Uh, you know. Uh, I, I like World War Two history, but I'm more like on um, like knowing about the American side of things, so yeah. I don't really know about those whole rituals and things like that. But yeah, that was interesting to show that and even to show him even treating uh, a Japanese soldier at one point. Right. So was like, All right, And the guys well, look guys at just... him like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> I mean, but it makes sense. I mean, it's in line with his character and in line with the. Real I actually story. started like, laughing because of the
2: character—he, you know, he's a goofy dude. You know, he's yeah. a goofy guy, and he, but he's such a good-hearted guy. And when he starts to take care of the Japanese soldier, you can't help but laugh. Like, no, really, exactly, you know, know, you start to laugh. Like, man, this guy's too good to be true. You know, he's Absolutely. really helping the enemy right now.
1: But yeah, all right. So yeah, that was your number three. That right? was my number three. All what right? you got? Sweet. All right, my number. Uh, sorry, on my number two then. On our last two, my friend. Let's do it. Been a great list so far. My, My number two, my friend, which I think I I think we our next two might be the exact same movies. You're kidding. My number two is Arrival. That's mine, buddy. Oh man, look at us! Are you serious? So insane. Okay. Oh man, look at this. I wonder what okay. your number one is. Then. Oh man. Um,
2: uh, <laughs> so we got the same number one.
1: Number two. Oh man, we do. All right, my number two, Arrival, bro. Amazing. This movie, yeah. I mean, I, I I heard good things going into it because uh, reviews came out a little bit before I was able to see it, um, but it still took me by such surprise. I mean, it's 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 obviously about an alien invasion, but it's not an alien invasion movie that you're used to. You know, it's, it's more, it's a human story that just happens to have aliens in it. Uh, Amy Adams, uh, is, I liked this performance a lot better than nocturnal animals, even though her performance in nocturnal animals was wonderful. um, but yeah, Amy Adams uh, in this movie was great. This was actually my favorite movie of hers, uh, performance-wise, and might even be just my favorite movie of hers. Um, and then I, I agree, just, uh, it's I just love how it's more it's more psychological than visual. You know, it doesn't rely on any sort of action. And you know, typically in alien invasion movies, it's you know how do we attack them? How do we kill them? This is more just she's she's a linguist, so she knows you know language um but uh but yeah this is more of okay let's how do we talk to them let's see what they want why are they here and it just kind of gets into that and it's hard again this is another one of those it's hard to talk about without giving any sort of spoilers because this is one i definitely don't want to spoil because there is things that happen um in it that you're going to be like whoa (laughs) um and then this is another one of those where it's it Helps to let it sink in. Um, you know, once you see it, let it sink in for a little bit before you totally judge it. Uh, yeah. Because the more you think about, anyways, for me, the the more I thought about it, just the more I enjoyed it. Uh, it just kind of one of those films. It just kind of shows that everything that happens to you, you know, shapes you, shapes your future. You know, what will happen to you affects how you act now or how you even view the past like it's it's uh again it's hard to do justice to these movies you know <laughs> without giving spoilers yeah. or you know without you seeing, uh living you know seeing it yourself it's about you know living without regret you know you're you'll doing things over again even you know how you know they ended now you'll, you'll still you know i'll do it over again like um, dude, you know what I'm talking. about. you're you saw saying the movie, right like, <laughs> now, the, the
2: line that she says at the end, yeah. made me cry, oh, bro. Yeah, that's... bro. Were you crying? Yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, I, yeah, that's I, 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 the end. The ending basically shapes the whole movie that you just watched. Yep, and it, it's something said just like, kind of like what Ben just said, and it it just hits you so hard. Amy Adams was probably the best movie we've ever seen her in for sure um the music talk about like making or breaking like jackie broke it for us this dude the music the music doesn't really hit you from what i heard there's two composers in that movie from what i really there's one composer and then the ending's a different composer oh interesting that's what i read and i also read that it's not up for academy award didn't hit the date or something i don't know if it's even going to be nominated yeah um but when the score hits you yeah. during the reveal at the end there's kind of a little twist in there it just you're bl- I was blown away yeah. um the director he made Prisoners Enemy Sicario like this guy is amazing he has yet to make a bad movie he's doing the new Blade Runner with Ryan Gosling right gets me hype for that and it's another sci-fi on top of it so I'm a sucker for sci-fi man this movie was my number 1 a week ago <laughs> And yep. I had to push it down. You know why? Uh, I know I, why. I think I know why. I had to push it down. Um, yeah. It, the effects, the the whole way they kind of made the alien ship too was really cool. Yeah. And the in the first sequence, which you see in the previews that where she goes there and sees the aliens for the first time. Yep. It's like the zero gravity and she's floating up is, is awesome. Dude. Yeah. And even Jeremy Renner was cool. Forrest Whitaker was doing something with his voice. I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> again. Yeah. Um. But I got no complaints about this movie. No. I loved,
1: it. I loved this movie. It was my number one of the whole yeah, year. Me and too. Me too. Yeah. Changed. It's just, it's just one of those movies that just had You think. And just, I, I mean, I, the more I thought about it, the more kind of emotional I got at the end. I was like, Oh man, like it, it yeah. it, it grabs you. And it, what you said, she could have made a choice. Uh huh. Absolutely. She could have made a choice yep. not to.
2: You know, not. Yep. You I kinda know. It's said it, but say, she could have yeah. made. Let me just say, she could have made a choice, and she didn't. All right. Yeah. And that was what what blew me away about the movie. I know it's uh,
1: it's
2: and like you said, there's no shoot 'em up, bang. There's no yeah, there's it's... no aliens coming out, beaming people, nope. beaming. You know, like War of the Worlds kind of stuff. It's psychological, it's it's very about psychological. Language. It's just it's a how... deep it's a deep sci-fi. You know, yeah, it's... Ex Machina type. You know, very quiet. But at the same time, big. It's it's, it's, it's interesting. It's
1: twist, and this really isn't a spoiler. Uh, it's twist reminded me a little about Interstellar. Yeah, me too. But me too. this worked for me. Worked better, right? yes. And whereas Interstellar, I wasn't you know in favor of uh, too much, um, but uh, but this actually worked for me. So Interstellar, and, I was the more I watched it. You really? Yeah. See that I only watched once, and this one. I, I re- I've only seen once too, but I can't wait to see again. Right. I do want to eventually watch Interstellar again, but yeah, this just yeah I gotta uh, buy this on Blu-ray. The yeah, day this, it comes out. This is a must-see. If there's any movies on this list, bes- you know, but bes- uh, that are must-sees, it's this one, and I think our number one. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I
2: really want you to check out what what else this guy directed. Enemy. Yeah, and If, enemy. Any, if any, no one's seen Sicario or Prisoners yet, even Prisoners. But yeah, Enemy's Sicario, really trippy. Oof um really interesting movie but yeah this guy's this the movies that he's making Amy Adams Amy Adams is two for
1: two this year for me for oh, sure bro bro yeah no yeah. I, if, she, if uh this next actress we're going to talk about uh <laughs> if she wasn't involved i'd say Amy Adams deserves this uh win oh, oh, man are you uh ready for our number 1 <laughs> i don't know are you guys ready <laughs> Uh, Should we just say it at the same time? My number
2: one movie,
1: La La Land. I mean, I'm I'm just as surprised as anyone (laughs) that's
2: ever known me in my entire life. I almost didn't even see this movie. Oh, man. I I hate musicals, bro. Mm -hmm. I know. I I hate musicals. I watched Grease for about five minutes for free on the (laughs) TV, and I wanted to jump off a bridge. Let alone pay $10 to see a musical. I was like, eh, it's getting buzzed. I didn't even see the artist. The artist got nominated for Best Picture. I said, eh, it's getting buzzed. Let me go check it out. Emma Stone, she's cool. Ryan Gosling, he's always been cool. I went and saw this movie, man. I was blown away, dude. Bro. This is the best movie of the year, hands down. I mean, yeah, the performances, Ryan Gosling... He plays the uh, a jazz artist. Um, Emma Stone plays an actress, an inspiring actress. She's going through you know these auditions, and it it kind of I actually heard people compare it to Goodfellas. It's weird because the beginning starts out with this big musical number, which it was really cool musical number but when i yeah. sat down i was like okay i don't know if i could sit through every you know this whole movie like this but it kind of showed the world that it was living in kind of like goodfellas did it showed the world that yep. these characters are living in Absolutely. and then it focused on the characters and dude once it focused on ryan gosling and emma stone i was sold uh, bro i yes. was sold the
1: music <laughs> everything about this movie dude it made me want to go to a jazz club well, that's the, I think there's going to be like a huge jazz jazz revival now after this movie. Like want, well cuz this is the same guy who did Whiplash. Yeah. And I think jazz became more popular after that movie even and that was, you know, got a little less attention than this did. but like, yeah. this movie's just going to totally <laughs> Maybe want to go to a jazz club, maybe yeah. want to go to
2: Los Angeles again. I've already been there but <laughs> made me want to go again.
1: Yep. Um
2: made me want to Look up jazz music on Pandora. You're right. Mate this movie changed my life, and the fact that I will never be closed minded about any genre ever again. Yes. And that's why it's my number one, man. I, I'll go back and see the artists. I'll go back and see any movie. It just blew my mind. Or, I was crying at the end of this movie, dude. Emma Stone is. <laughs> it deserves best actor, best actress, best best director. Oh, absolutely. Every musical award there is. Oh yeah, it's- and. and People are like, Vinny, is this really you talking, <laughs> Vinny? What's going on, Vinny, bro? Let come me, on, Big come Papa on. be here. You slap the crap out of oh, me Oh right man, <laughs>
1: I can't imagine it. He'd Big be Papa like, "Really, guys?" <laughs> you know.
2: But I just, I mean, nah.
1: you, you you go, bro. I'm just bro. well, like you said, I'm I'm not into musicals at all. Um, for so for this movie to be my number one is that's saying something special about this movie. There were two dudes who. Do not like musicals. Um, so, like I said, it's very... Hate them. Uh, yeah. I mean, Chicago. Ugh. Start singing. I Moulin want to Rouge, it get out of here. Singing in the rain. Ugh. Um, but yeah, just something about this movie, like like you said, it starts off with this bu- big music musical number on a freeway. You're, you know, you're just kind of like, okay, the dreamers, you know, the yeah, dreamers, the, the, man. the dreamers. Yep. Um, and then and then yeah, it gets into Ryan Gosling and Emma and Emma Stone their their relationship, and it's just for a musical to have you just as invested in the story as you are the music like that to me seems unheard of like i mean i'm not gonna lie I actually i kind of like grease um as a movie but uh i you know I, it's even crazier that it had the effect on me and i can't stand it <laughs> right yeah exactly what but with grease like it's just like you know not really the stories, man, it's just the, always, you know, as a kid, like the songs to me were just yeah, like no, catchy you. and, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, this, like the story was just as captivating to me as the music. And bro, Ryan Gosling right now can do no wrong to me. <laughs> like, um, he, uh, he, like I said, nice guys was my number 10. Ryan Gosling, number one, La La Land. Like it's, it's coming full circle here. Two for two. Full circle. Um, but yeah, just the the performances alone are worthy of your watch, folks. Um, Emma Emma Stone, uh, like I said in our review, little little tiny review of Arrival, um, I think she needs this oscar um if she doesn't win uh, i'm i will be a little upset because i don't know just la la land is i, I gave it a 10 out of 10 and we're not even 11 close out of 10 to, if i could yeah we're not even close to being done talking about it either <laughs> um but uh but like i said just the performances alone uh like i said earlier the story um it's it's a near perfect, if not a perfect, movie. Um, yeah, I remember just, uh,
2: making my list. Yeah, and I, I text Ben. I said, "Believe all as I said." <laughs> he goes, "Did you see La La Land?" All as I said was, "Believe the hype." Yeah, remember, bro? That's all I said was, "Believe the hype," because I didn't want to hype it up. Everybody said it was the best movie of the year, whatever. I, I'm like, I don't. I barely even want to see this movie. Right? <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd like it. Well, you he, know, I didn't he, know it was gonna he, affect me like yeah. this, man.
1: And even if it doesn't have to do with it being a musical, if someone says, if you've been hearing all this hype about it being the best movie of the year, typically if you go in with that hype, you're going to be a little disappointed because you think, you know, you always imagine it better than it really was. Yeah. La Land, oh my God, not so much. <laughs> the, dude, it's. I didn't want to hype it up too much because I, I didn't want to hit you with, like, best movie right. of the year.
2: That immediate... I just wanted to see what you were going to say. And then right. you texted me, like, it was a masterpiece.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for reminding um, me of that word because, yes, it literally was a masterpiece. Like, it was, man. It just... I'm going through
2: my list. I write down number one, La La Land. I, I, I dude, how many times did I say to my, wow? I know. I was like, am I, I real? Know.
1: Wow, like, am I you, really writing La La you, Land right now? Punch you, me in the face. You will just get sucked in, and and it, the beginning, like I said, it, you're just kind of like, okay, yeah, throws you Musical, and off then off a there's bit. another, you know, then they get kind of just like the real life movie, and then then they get to more of a music uh, part with her roommates and. Things like yeah. that, and you're just gonna like okay, okay, this is that kind of movie, but don't let that throw you up because I think that's actually intentional. Like, I think this movie works because it has that buildup, yeah, and it has that progression. Like, it even with their relationship, like, it has that progression. Like, I think the director knew what he was doing there because the director also wrote the film, yeah. Um, you know he he has a build-up it's just kind of like okay i i i feel a little uneasy here you know i don't really know what to think and then just slowly you just start to really get drawn to the story and you you understand what's going on and you're just captivated by the music that first musical number with him their their first musical number together with that sunset in the background like i literally was just looking at the screen just like with my Jaw open, just like it. It kind of it
2: kind of <laughs> pisses me off at I Ryan because I'm
1: I'm like Ryan Gosling. Can you not do uh, everything
2: perfectly? Like, I know, on, man. Like Seriously. you are the man. Well. It, the thing is, though, with the beginning, it kind of showed you the world that they live in, and then it showed Emma Stone, like you said, in the whole dorm or whatever, with her friends singing, and then it went off and showed Ryan Gosling, and then it showed them meet. Yeah. So it showed both. It showed the full world they're in, both their individual worlds, and yep. then another world with both of them together, knowing like knowing each other and having their worlds connect, with their dreams at the same time. They fall. They fall in love. But they also have dreams. And And that's when it gets that's when it hits you. Yes. Is when you realize that this movie is not as happy and lovey dovey as you think it is. And that's when it hits you. When you start to think it's getting corny, it starts to get real. Yeah. It starts to get real, man. Absolutely. And this ending. I don't want to jump to the ending. I but, know, no, but I I can't help it. This yeah. ending is the best ending of the year, hands down. Probably the best ending of the past five years, for all I know. Yeah,
1: I mean, because <laughs> I loved the Whiplash ending, but yeah, this just, yeah yeah it was way better. Just blown
2: away. Um, I got teary eyed, man. Everybody was crying in the theater. This was actually the first movie that I've seen in a long time, besides a Star Wars, besides a Marvel movie, because you know, fanboys are gonna clap. An actual movie with no,
1: you know, universe built up where people actually clapped. Yeah,
2: dude, everyone clapped. At the I end seriously of this
1: movie. like. I think it's so corny when people clap in a theater sometimes, just because it's like you know, no one can hear you. But this, I literally wanted to just stand up and clap. Everyone like that's clapped. how I felt about it. Like the first thing I said to my wife was deserves all the hype. Yep, <laughs>
2: That's the first thing I said. I was like deserves
1: every award
2: coming to it. Is what I said. Absolutely,
1: something like that. and it's like. Because sometimes you, you you listen to these shows, you know, like, oh, all right, these guys are just saying it because it's, you know, obviously an Oscar contender and they're just being blah, pretentious. Blah, blah, and, yeah. But honestly, I'm a guy who loves, you know, stupid movies. I love comic book movies and action movies and things like that. But this just and I and I hate musicals. I hate them. But this Let's movie just remind
2: them again that we can't stand. Yes,
1: cannot stand them. Didn't I? I'm sorry. I I hated Chicago. I hated Moulin Rouge. You know, the only musical I've ever sat through was probably Enchanted
2: with Amy Adams. Probably just because Amy <laughs> Adams was in it. <laughs> that that was pretty much the only musical i've ever yeah. sat through besides and, when i was five years and, old and you
1: obviously know. you know modern day musicals we're talking about i mean i you know as a kid i liked wizard of oz if you count that as a musical i liked uh i know you didn't like it but i liked greece um but yeah just uh, especially modern day musicals it uh it takes the cake that's for sure um but uh but, yeah, and I'm sorry. This The sound is all messed up. One second, folks. One second. Do you hear that? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Okay. There's actually a
2: scene where they're dancing and they, like, start flying. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- <gasps> dude. Yes. My mouth dropped. Yeah, I'm like no, are they really I mean, flying
1: right now? Obviously, that was in the in the trailers and stuff. Oh, but, I didn't uh, see that in the trailers. Yeah, so that, I'm that, glad that, I didn't. No, no, I'm glad you didn't either, because I'm sure that totally added to your experience. But uh, that's actually the part, like I I wrote down in my notes that like this was like a true movie. Like it it totally like it's a fantasy like it totally just took you to a place where you know you could never go you know you know you can't fly like that you know you're not yeah. going to b- break out in musical in real life but that's what movies originally were all about was just taking you to a place where you could escape reality you could escape everything and just live in these people's lives for a little while you know and that 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 flying scene kind of just you know, encapsulated all that for me. It just, it was just kind of like, okay, I know what this movie is. It's not, you know, we're it's not supposed to be totally realistic, but at the same time, it felt so realistic. And just, uh, I right. do you know what I'm getting at yeah, here? No, yeah, no.
2: the movies is like a happy musical in the yeah. beginning. It's like, ah, you know, this is fantasy, but then it turns, re- it feels so real. That's yeah. the thing. And then it turns real yeah, towards the end. Absolutely. And their chemistry oh, from like crazy stupid love yep. and I guess Gangster Squad we can mention, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Um, their chemistry is amazing. And Emma Stone, man, like I, I mean, I'm ashamed of myself almost <laughs> to be saying La La Land's the movie of the year. I'm telling anybody listening that knows me, this movie is my movie of the year. Yes. It's crazy. But Emma Stone is my actress of the year. It, it, she, A- Amy Adams is right underneath. Yeah. Dude, Emma Stone broke my heart in this movie. And she has this audition scene. Just I, I texted Ben before he no. saw it. I was like, wait for the audition. That's all I said. Wait for the audition. It's Oscar quality. Oh. It's Oscar clip. The song that that plays at that time. Dude, on my way home, I looked up the soundtrack. <laughs> Me and my wife were playing the soundtrack oh, to this movie. Did you look up the soundtrack? Absolutely, I did. Bro, Are
1: you kidding me? Thank you. Okay, just I, making sure. The next it better night, not be your number one. If the, you weren't the, the next up the night, soundtrack. I was. I, I was getting takeout at uh, Applebee's. <laughs> I was sitting in the uh, car side to go parking spot. Waiting for my food, and I was in the car all alone. I dream and flip on that song. My man, and I'm taken back to the movie, and I'm getting choked up in a car side to go parking spot at Applebee's. It was the audition song, yeah. The audition song, bro, (sighs) bro, yeah. That song of the year, man. Song of the year, absolutely, and performance of the year. Like I said. Nothing taken away from Amy Adams' performance and arrival, but Emma Stone, she—oh my goodness, yeah—that that that, that uh, song alone can win her the Oscar. But uh, oh my I, God, I, I honestly—I
2: mean, everyone's got their individual performances, but this movie did so much for me. Where I think the performances in this movie were the best performances of the year the directing the cinematography the music everything worked dude
1: absolutely and i As, i i hope um you know Going back to the performances i can honestly see natalie portman winning just because she probably will of win what just because people are saying but just for me like i think it's a disgrace if Emma Stone doesn't win like if she doesn't win I am going to be very upset <laughs> um, and, well she's going to win the Golden Globe we know that yeah
2: I mean because that's because you know, it's musical or comedy exactly. so we know she's going to win that but dude I'm yeah. actually really nervous I'm pretty and, sure Natalie Portman's going to take it and you know we're,
1: we're obviously speaking about Emma Stone's performance I mean Ryan Gosling's performance was great his, you know flawless. probably his best role best role best performance that's saying something. um I don't think he'll win. I won't be too mad if he doesn't win just because Casey Affleck uh, yeah. in Manchester brought the sea is just outstanding. Uh, even Andrew Garfield in a uh, hacksaw Ridge. I could see him winning. If Ryan Gosling wins, obviously I will not have a problem with that whatsoever. It just, it was more of a subtle performance. Yeah. It wasn't, you know uh, but just what he did, I guess he was really playing the piano in it, you know, obviously. They oh, and he plays really the singing. piano. Oh, man. he plays that piano. Like, he, he was amazing. amazing. <laughs> and um, I know the director, Whiplash
2: director, he wanted somebody to play the piano. He didn't yeah. want no you know, extra coming in here. Did you know? His fingers, everything. He's really playing. I, and that's amazing. Yeah. Dancing, playing, it, it, singing. What can't this guy do?
1: <laughs> seriously. And I, I I can't imagine any other actors in it. And I guess the original um, actors who were supposed to be or, you know, in mind for that role um was uh miles teller oh really? for ryan gosling's part obviously you know he has whiplash, experience yeah, yeah with whiplash with that director and also uh, emma watson for emma stone's role um dude honestly i he, can't even imagine i know but <laughs> seriously especially with that last song or the you know the audition song and the then uh, song. what i like about this too is just there's I don't want to say the phrase I'm about to. Say. I mean, again, there's really no way of to give Just... too much spoilers, but there's no perfect endings in life. You know, there's 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 no perfect endings. And I like that this movie touches on that, and you know, it. even if you're trying to fulfill your dreams, you know, some sometimes your dreams take a different turn. You know, you might uh, they might be altered a little. You know, you might be living some form of your dream. Yeah, um, let's put it this way: you can't fulfill all your
2: dreams. Yeah, exactly. all exactly. At you, once, you got to al- pick your dreams.
1: Exactly. There's always going to be a bittersweet moment. You know, yeah. there's always going to be a grass is greener on the other side type of situation. The ending touches on that. But I love just how this, and you know, it's not really a melancholy ending or a melancholy film. Uh, that's what I love about this is just it has such great balance with humor, drama. It's not too you know funny over the top at points. It's not too sad or depressing at any point. It's not. It's not man. too musical even. Like it's people just were crying in balance. the theater. Yeah, but they were crying out of
2: happiness, sadness. They were yep. crying out of every emotion. Yeah. They weren't like, oh, that movie was depressing. It was more like, wow, I felt it. Right. You know? yeah. It was a different kind of cry. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it gives you what they say, the feels. You know? <laughs> Whether that be sad, it happy, It gives you the you know? feels, all right. Yeah, so I mean, if you're not into musicals and you're just you know sitting there making fun of us, don't say that see until it. you're you see it, all right. And if honestly, if you don't like this movie, I know film is subjective. You know, so it works for some people. Don't some ever people talk doesn't. to me again. Close. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's basically what you Get have no. Me out of your you life. have no, you have no soul if you do not like this. film. You don't know cinema, honestly. Like this is one of the like me and my wife saw it together. Like it's one of the. Like we, you know, like similar movies, but sometimes we have different thoughts on it. But this is like one of the first movies where we both were just had absolutely nothing negative to say about it. Just both equally loved it. I, I even said to her, which was a little, a little bit of a stretch now that I think of it. I was like. Might be the best movie I ever saw in my life. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> was my initial thoughts going into it. But then but I was you like, you know what? Even though it's probably not, still, that's your initial thoughts. Yeah, that's amazing. Th- that's that's great. And this this director, man, Damien Chazelle. Is Damien it? Chazelle. And keep um, in mind,
2: I would just want to, want to remind you that he co wrote the Ten Cl- Cloverfield Lane. Isn't
1: okay. that crazy that the yeah. same guy co wrote that? That is. Bananas It's bananas. I'm I am just makes you want to watch it though. I am surprised. <laughs> Guys got talent. No, yeah. Whiplash well, was probably dude, my favorite movie I mean, yeah, of that I mean, year though too. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, Whiplash. I, I I think that was that 2014. I I think I put a list on her blog. I think I did have that. Because I did a best of each year for the last ten years, and I did Birdman. I think number one that year, but really, the, and then I had, uh, then I had honorable mention in each year, and I had Whiplash for that. So you but, like Birdman? Oh, I, I loved, mean, not to get off subject, I loved Birdman. A lot of it, either either people love it or yeah, hate it. yeah, and you loved it. I loved it. I liked it. Uh, you liked it. Okay. I liked it. Okay, I, I I feel you there, brother. But but Damien Chazelle, like this Whiplash, now La La Land, like. This guy, honestly, if he doesn't win best director for this, I don't know what he would win best director for. Like that's, I mean, with the choreography, the 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 cinematography, just the 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 acting. I mean, all that falls on the director. I mean, the director's job is to get the best performance out of the actors. It's his job to. Get the best shots, the best yeah. everything, and yeah. we sound so
2: nerdy right now. But dude. I don't care. The I lighting, don't care. the lighting, I'm serious. <laughs> bro. Like, am I wrong or am I no. right? But this guy's playing piano, that and is... every and it dims the lights oh. and it focuses on him, and he's playing piano. And I'm like, my boy Ryan Gosling, yep. anyway, dude.
1: Honestly, this put Ryan
2: Gosling in a whole new. He went bowl, from well, like, he was always, always ever since his Drive. I've always loved him, but. This just it was probably his best role ever Honestly. that he's ever had. And Place Beyond the Pines, I mean, this guy's done so many good movies. And bro, but it's not even him, dude. Emma Emma Stone. No, Emma
1: Stone steals the steals the Emma show.
2: Stone. This is the girl from Super Bad.
1: You know? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> well, super bad, super bad, well, super bad. Easy What's crazy EZA about that and, know, crazy about is and... now, like, when that came out in 2007, Jonah Hill, Emma Stone, both. Uh, well, I guess Academy she, Award noms, right? Well, after, well, not to me. but next month, yes, because <laughs> I guess Emma Stone technically hasn't been nominated yet for an Academy Award. But yes, uh, actually, Guaranteed. was she nominated Best Supporting for uh, Birdman? The Man? Help. I know she was for. Uh, actually, was it The Help? It might have been The Help, but I know she. I think she might have been nominated animated for birdman but that might have just been a golden globe i'm gonna check while i stall here as i talk in words that are far separated and uh, i
2: mean i could talk about lala La if you want please do. <laughs> please do
1: please do the movie's oh, fantastic she is an oscar nominee already so yes yeah, are she, you w- kidding me? yeah she was nominated best supporting actress in uh birdman Really? So I mean she'd well, you know a very what, though? small role in that. I'm actually but...
2: really happy about that because knowing that she has a nomination ups her chances for actually winning. Absolutely. Considering That's Natalie sad, Portman already has one. Yeah. I mean sad it's sad but true. I mean yeah. Amy Adams is gonna have more noms than Leo in a couple yeah, more yeah, she's, years. It's like, 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 you like it's said, ridiculous, she's,
1: dude. She's the new Leo. Like, since said. I brought
2: up Amy Adams, there's a line in Nocturnal Animals. Did you catch it? Uh oh yep. Yeah. The Oscar Michael line? Sheen. Yep. Michael Sheen, they're talking about a character in the movie and he goes, She might just win the Oscar this year. Yep. <laughs> and you know the director straight know, up was, was talking about a... Amy Adams. I'm like, I'm sorry, she probably won't. Yeah,
1: win. I'm sorry, man.
2: Thought uh, that counts. Well, I, the
1: the funny thing about that, the ironic thing about that is if she were to win, it would be for a rival, not for yeah. that film. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> funny. Um but yeah, Emma Stone, man, if she if she doesn't win it might be uh, it might be a crime, but especially if the director doesn't win, I cannot see the director not winning. Um, if she doesn't
2: win it's going to be like leo and scorsese you know he won for the departed when everyone knows he should have won for like raging bull taxi driver and goodfellas you know exactly she's going to win for her next nom which isn't going to be as good as la la land i hate to say it but it's i I
1: want her to win but i don't know if she will win yeah i know it's sad but true it's just it's kind of the politics that are involved you just want it to go to the best performance but sometimes it just doesn't work the way i mean honestly leo last year i'm glad he won but but Steve Jobs he mm. grunted a lot in that movie. You know he didn't really do <laughs> or say much. I should say. Well, but, this uh, is the movie that Emma yeah, Stone deserves to win. For. Absolutely. If she doesn't win, even the I goofy stuff. You well, know if
2: she's dancing. and She's whipping her hair. I'm like I I
1: yeah gave into all that. Bro. I, absolutely. Yeah. The whole uh, it was when so he real. Eighties cover band or whatever. Yeah. Eighties cover was, band. It was so um, corny,
2: but it worked. Yeah, and you know this. Just don't walk I, out if you hate
1: musicals like us. Just don't walk out on the first five minutes of the No, movie. Please. Definitely not. And yeah, I mean so I mean you, you get lost in that world. It's it's a dreamer's movie, like you said. You know, it's just definitely about fulfilling your dreams, but even so, like it's like you're it's not always gonna be exactly how you imagine it, even if you are living your dreams. Um, which I love that aspect of it. Um, and there's obviously a whole lot more, uh, that I don't want to get too much into. I mean, there's really not much spoilers to give in this movie, but, uh, you know, I want to give some, uh, surprise to you folks. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, great balance of music, comedy, emotion, romance, even like it wasn't too like, you know, love story ish. Like it just, just the balance was just amazing. Even with him with, um, a lot of people know John Legend was in it. Yeah. Even with him,
2: with John Legend, and he kind of, you know, plots, he kind of talks with John Legend, and it kind of gets with the music of today, with how jazz doesn't really, you know, people aren't feeling jazz anymore, and she's trying to do the actress thing, and they kind of, you know, it kind of
1: gets in the way of their love. Right. Well, and obviously this uh, director writer loves jazz because with, with yeah. flash was all about jazz and even mentions how jazz is dying this mi- yeah, new right? movie has yeah. jazz in it and even mentions how jazz is dying so uh, yeah. obviously and this guy's only like 31 so i mean he's still he's a got young some guy. movies to come up. yeah for sure. so uh, so yeah that i mean uh, there's there's i'm sure we could go a lot longer on this but yeah i mean that's la i hope la people land. don't stop listening to us just because they're like
2: these guys really pick la la land <laughs> just go see it honestly like <laughs> just said, go we...
1: see it and then then come back and tell we, us how much you know we is. we are indie guys we are you know you i don't know whatever just go see la la land like as <laughs> we are not musical guys is what i was trying to get at but uh la la land is a musical and it is our if number you ask one you me a genre that i end. hated musicals yeah. would
2: be my number one answer
1: yeah it's probably my least favorite I mean I'll drama. take horror I'll take a silent film over that yeah and I, <laughs> I just I've been watching some top ten lists and I one guy I watched uh, didn't even have La La Land in his top ten I mean most people obviously do and I was just shocked that it's not even in their top 10. But uh,
2: that's probably because he just wants to be, you know, away from yeah. the Oscar. He kind of wants to be a hipster. Right. But the thing is, is I'm going to have to agree with the critics on this. I mean, this I is know. the number one movie of the year. It, it
1: really is. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, just a quick recap. Uh, Vinny, your uh, top 10, you want to give it or you want me to just go quickly over it? My top 10,
2: 10, 10 Cloverfield Lane, 9 Nice Guys, 8 Hell
1: or Higher Water.
2: 7, Manchester by the Sea. 6, Nocturnal Animals. 5, Civil War. 4, Rogue One. Number 3, Hacksaw Ridge.
1: Number 2, Arrival. And number 1, La La Land. La La Land. Alright, and then obviously my number 10 was... The Nice Guys, my number nine was uh, Swiss Army Man, number eight, Captain America Civil War, number seven, Manchester by the Sea, number six, Captain Fantastic, uh, number five, Sing Street, number four, Hell or High Water, number three, Rogue One. A Star Wars story, number two, Arrival, and number one, La La Land. So we had the top two. I know, man. Top two, yeah. the same. I was uh, the I two was, most important. We, yeah. Again, we did not share our top ten at all uh, with each other before the show. Uh, so I'm glad we saved it for it and got a little little bit of surprises, a little bit of differences, but uh, obviously similarities there at the end. So. All right, so yeah, that is our. This is our longest show ever, but uh, but it was a lot of fun. Again, we've uh, you know we've had this podcast for a year now, uh, so 40th episode. Why not make it a little longer? Vinny, you've been a great loyal listener, Thanks a loyal guest. Me, now you're a regular on Appreciate the show. It. Can't wait to have you on more. Appreciate it, man. Um, but uh, I had fun with you tonight, man. Me too. uh, Two hours of talking. (laughs) And if there's, we hear buzzing right now, so I really hope the uh, audience doesn't hear this. But, uh, anyways, Uh, but yeah, had a lot of fun with you tonight. Love talking these movies. This was one of the shows I was really looking forward to. Uh, Next week, uh, maybe we'll talk about uh, just movies we're looking forward to in 2017. And uh, again, we'll go over the Golden Globe nominees and SAG nominations as well. Uh, Brandon, I believe, will be back as well and uh and looking forward to the new year new year <laughs> new year new movies that's right oh i like that very good Grab a right. popcorn <laughs> hey if you want to bring <laughs> us out um any final thoughts tonight my man no final thoughts just uh la la land <laughs> yes la la land please see it again we didn't see Silence, uh, There's and there's a lot of movies I didn't see this year. Like I said, I, I didn't see yet, Moonlight. Uh, Moonlight, we didn't mention Moonlight Yeah, Moonlight, either. Either. I wanted to see that. Didn't get a chance. I will see it eventually, just uh, didn't get a chance for our top ten. I want to see ten Cloverfield Lane even. Um, and yeah, Actually, there's... I'll let you
2: borrow it. You got a Blu-ray player?
1: i have a blue, <laughs> i do have I, a got, blue I got player. It, man. it uh all right sweet it. cool man all right guys well that is our show uh again uh Vinny, are you uh, maybe back next week it's up maybe. to him <laughs> um and uh i don't even know if brandon's back <laughs> next week i'll be back next week i know that for sure Hey, i might um, be here i might be here. okay well let hey hey can you text me and let me know <laughs> thanks man <laughs> really all right all right man well that is our show guys it's grab your popcorn and i'll see you at the movies